FNY Sports. And now, you are listening to the home of North 40 Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Here we're live. And live we are, live at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. It's Wally and Jaron. North Forney Falcon football live on Cave and White Sports True Texas Radio. And it's time to already get into our Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. It seems as though Goonville, Texas has invaded Mesquite Memorial Stadium as the Falcons are here. Their fans are coming out in strong support. It's Poteet's homecoming game. Mesquite Poteet uh, choosing North Forney for their homecoming. I'm sure they did that before. Obviously, they did that before they realized just how good the North Forney Falcons were going to be. And you always try to schedule the cupcakes, the pancakes, or the uh, the Cinderellas on your uh, on your homecoming night. But that is not what North Forney is this year. And Highland Park kind of got a taste of that as they took them to the wire last week. Wiley East got shown that as they knocked them off two or three weeks ago. And so <laughs> I think Poteet might be in for a long one here on homecoming night. What's your thoughts, Jaron? Well, I agree with you, Wally. You know, North Forney – it's such a quality team, and I think it's catching some of these district opponents uh, maybe off guard a little bit, which I don't know why, because they knew that there's so much potential there, and especially with a coach like Coach Jackson coming in who's known for turning teams around. they You would think they've done their homework and, and know that, hey, that's a that's a high-quality team there that's going to be coming in. So, again, of course, these schedules are usually made two years at a time and those type things. But, um, you know, I think especially after a few games into the season, Teams really start scratching their head and going to the drawing board, trying to figure out how they're going to stop, especially that North Forney offense. Well, the the North Forney defense we'll get to in just a few minutes and what they're what they need to do tonight. But that offense has just been spectacular all year long, led by Colby Suits and Jordan uh, Jordan Carroll and Calvin Rivera. Those guys have just had phenomenal years, Jaron, and it's it's amazing the stats that they've put up. Oh, yeah, you're exactly right there. You know, Kobe Suits leading the way, passing, you know, really one of the top in the area with 1,340 yards through the air. He's 62 for 110 as far as uh, completions and attempts and 18 touchdowns on the season. So, really solid performance, you know, you know, solidifying himself as one of the top quarterbacks in the area for sure. On the ground, Calvin Ramirez led the way for the Falcons. Comes into tonight with 822 yards. He's averaging 9.34 yards a carry, which is incredible in high school football. And then uh, he's got 10 touchdowns. So, you know, having a good season. You know, he's kind of one that, you know, one week he'll just really explode. The next week, maybe not quite as dynamic. But, you know, when they need him, that guy shows up in big ways. Such a hard runner, such impressive, uh, an impressive young man. And then receiving for North Forney leading the way is Jordan Carroll. He's got 18 receptions, 487 yards, seven touchdowns. So those guys are the leaders for your North Forney Falcons. And, again, several other guys that have made some incredible impacts so far this season. Yeah, and on, and on any given night, people like Nate Miller and Barclay Ford, Jackson Ennels the last couple of weeks, uh, Corey Mayfield Jr., uh, you know, a couple of those guys have really got going. And, and they can all make a difference, you know, when it comes time when their number is called, not just those those three guys that you mentioned as well. But Poteet, they've got a pretty good offense themselves, and they've got some guys that can really, really make plays on, the, on their end too. North Forney's defense is going to be in a, in a lot of trouble and have a lot to deal with tonight as well. For sure. Well, leading the way quarterback-wise, now they, they play too, but their, their main guy that they use a lot is Dalton Dale, and he comes into tonight with uh, – 
37, uh, 67 attempts, 37 completions, 680 yards, and three touchdowns. But they also use Cam Lampkin, who's 24 for 59 and one touchdown in the air. Uh, on the ground, they've got Bridgeford, um, who has 294 yards, averages seven yards of carries, seven touchdowns on the ground. And their leading receiver is DeMichael Smith, 18 receptions, 282 yards, zero touchdowns. So they they don't have one guy that's really making a, a big splash. They've really kind of spread it around. They've got I think six receivers, or about five maybe that you know have received over 200 yards you know for the season. So um, not a you know necessarily dynamic, prolific offense, but they put points on the board. Yeah, and that's what that's the thing I noticed that really stood out to me when I looked at you know their stats from. Uh, Poteet season so far throughout the years that they they get a bunch of, they're a lot like North Forney they can come at you in a different a bunch of different ways they've got a bunch of different guys I think they had four different rushers that have rushed for over a hundred yards on the year uh, so they can and I, when when you have that many players that have rushed it's not like they rotate all those guys in you know one after another usually it's because they're all on the field at one time and they can use they can rush the ball from any different position any different scheme or any different uh, uh, line you know lineup that they choose. So that's that's going to be difficult for North Forney uh, tonight to, to, to kind of play that defensively, just as it will be for Poteet on the flip side trying to cover North Forney. Now, we all know the district gets a lot tougher, and uh, things it really get – the the ante gets upped in district play. In the first, through the first two weeks of district, uh, Poteet has – they've had one game against Forney where they kind of struggled. You know, they gave up a lot of points to Forney, who hasn't really been that good this year. And then the next game, they really shut down Wiley East, who, as North Forney saw, that Wiley East can move the ball. I mean, that's – Kind of a tale of two different games for for Poteet, but give us you know get kind of give us some of their stats too what they've had so far through district. Yeah, so I went back and looked and, and just compared district stats from both these teams because you know you can look at non district opponents and things like that can maybe sometimes skew statistics, but we wanted to look at, at how they've done in districtly. So the Mesquite Poteet defense, um, they have allowed a total of eight hundred and seventy five yards, four hundred forty eight of those against Forney, and four hundred twenty seven of those against. Wiley East, which was a little surprising to me. Um, so they've allowed 875 yards on the season, or district-wise. The Petit offense, against Forney, they racked up 577 yards. And against Wiley East, racked up 387 yards. So, so far in district play, they've got 964 total yards. Um, this is, again, that's through two weeks of district play. Yeah, and that's what, you know, like we talked about, district gets a lot tougher, you know, but – you're also one and one in those games. It's coming from the North Forney perspective. One and one. You played the defending state champs. You played a defending uh, or a, a playoff team from last year as well in Wiley East. And so to be able to to beat one of those teams and really hang with the other, that that really bodes well going into tonight. Uh, the offense, I don't. There shouldn't be any concern. You know, like there's always you could always just have a bad game or the other defense can really just play well. But really going into this game, there's no reason to have concern about the offense. However. The defense has given up back-to-back games of 60-plus points, and another team like Poteet, who can move the ball, they've shown that. That's it is cause for concern on that end, and and you know that we don't want to mention it too early. We'll talk about it as the game goes. We don't want to throw anything out there that anybody from Poteet might be listening to. But uh, North Forney's got some adjustments that they're going to try to throw out there. Some different things uh, that we'll talk about as the game goes on. Uh, but they they noticed that they had a problem and an issue that need to be fixed on defense. And, and I respect the coaching staff and appreciate the coaching staff for uh, for trying to get that to working, working at least, to, and showing effort to get that those problems fixed. No doubt. And, again, I think it was good going into the bye week. You know, two weeks ago they saw, you know, Highland Park, you know, 
an extremely good, extremely talented uh, team. You know, defending state champion, like I said, like you said, one of the best offenses in the area, probably the state. And um, they were able to take that game, come back to the drawing board, evaluate some things in their bye week, work on some things, and get prepared for uh, a good poteet offense. So I think you know that bye week came at a great time. They were able to go back to the drawing board, maybe look at some different things schematically, personnel-wise, and, and they're coming out with a good game plan tonight. Well, I'd like to mention that we do have the text toy line up and running, and that's the Young Ideas uh, Dish Satellite Young, Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line up and running. And that number is 469-355-0362. Uh, feel free to text in with any questions you got or comments you want to throw out there about the game or the broadcast or anything like that, and uh, we will try our best to get to them as the game goes on. Uh, we will take a quick break, and we'll get right back here to the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. Back here for Mesquite Poteet's homecoming at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. I have no idea who's winning or if anybody is winning or they're just crowning everybody. I don't. Everybody's getting a bouquet of roses and a um, – I thought a little sash thing. Oh, no, that's the girl that won. The girl at the 40-yard line in the silver dress. I know you don't know who she is because you obviously can't see her, but that's who won in case you were wondering. But back to more important things, Jaron, and that is football. <laughs> that is what's – the football that we played on the field, regardless of homecoming or not, heck, they might have just crowned another one. I don't even know. I, I don't understand it no anymore. Telling. Who knows? They change it all these it's, days. It's, yeah, it's different. Like T-ball mentality, everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> so we uh, we were down on the field just before the game 
you know, talking to a couple of some of the different North Forney coaches and stuff, and they were really excited about this one. And they, I think they we they kind of shared with us a little bit of nervous optimism slash maybe concern about uh, about the defense, just because they, the defense hasn't performed the last couple of games. You know, I think they they definitely I know they expect a lot more from the defense. Uh, the defense was really good the first couple of games. The defense was really good last year, and you really brought back a lot of those guys, the returning guys. So you know, talking to them, and we'll get more into this as the game goes, after the game starts. But uh, you know, they they you know talked to us about some of the adjustments they were going to make and some of the things they had schemed up for for Poti that that they thought could help. And uh, and I think <laughs> I think we're going to be in Jaron for another game like we've seen the last couple of district games. You know, for against Wiley East Island Park. This the scoreboard's going to be busy. The scoreboard operator probably should be be getting paid double tonight because he is going to be put to work. This is going to be another shootout, I would imagine. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if it gets back into the 60s again, but I, I definitely see a you know upper 40s, 50 point game again from both teams. You know, I don't know. I mean, you're probably right, but I I really think the guys on the you know on the line defensively for the Falcons and those outside linebackers, I think they've been challenged. And they've been trained a lot these last two weeks. And so I really think they're going to step up tonight and really do a good job. And then the secondary for North Forney, you know, I, I, you know, I'd put those guys against the receivers for Petit any day. You know, when you look at the stats and evaluate the stats, you know, I think our, our defensive secondary can, can handle those guys no problem. I think it's really going to be on the shoulders of those guys on the end of the line and those linebackers on that mid-range, and I think they're going to answer the call tonight. You know, from a pure talent and athleticism standpoint, I think this is the best receiving core that that North Forney has faced all year. You know, Highland Park has a really good receiving core. I don't know if they're necessarily, you know, the top talent or top athleticism. Uh, they're really good at what they do. They're smart. They're disciplined. They run great routes. they got a great scheme. Uh, they got Cade Sawstad, who's, you know, a big-time target. That's I think he's the one going to Boston College, I believe. Uh and so they had that big-time guy, but Poteet has a couple of different guys that are really athletic and are really talented. And so I think North Forney's, you know, secondary is going to be challenged by these guys, and I'm, I'm really interested to see how they respond. And, you know, I, I really think, you know, this – I still think we might go back to, you know, what Colby said a couple of weeks ago that he even told us on air uh, at their spirit night at Soul Men's on Monday night that his words got a little uh, – little twisted around you know about hey if, if our defense can get two stops I'll, you know I guarantee a win so it didn't quite go like that but you know I did tell him hey if we get a couple stops I think we can win, we'll win this game he's told his own guys that and uh I think that's gonna be the case here this time and I I this is where I, I think differently than the Highland Park game I think this is the game where their defense does get a couple of stops Poteet's offense is really good but I, th- I think like you said I really do I kind of agree with you on that that they have been challenged and I think that they want to come out and show everybody, hey, we're, we're to be messed with and be respected defensively as well. And once North Forty puts a, a complete game together offensively and defensively, uh-oh, watch out. The rest of the district, rest of 5A better watch out because they're going to be dangerous. Oh, I agree with you, Wally. And another thing is this coaching staff works hard. You can talk to these guys for two minutes, and you can tell that they put a lot of work into everything they do. So you know they have been burning the midnight oil, you know, in, in, in game planning and scheming and, and finding out what's going to work, looking at personnel, switching things around. And they're not afraid to make changes. I mean, we've seen that so far throughout the season already. They, they're not afraid to make the changes where changes need to be made. So, you know, when you talk to the guys, and we got to talk to some of the coaches, they uh, seem very unified and very on board with uh, what they're going to do 
And I think that's exciting. You know, that, and I think that's the biggest difference. You know, I know you didn't get to see last year any of last year's games. You weren't here or anything. But I think that's the biggest difference between the coaching staff that we had last year as a whole and the coaching staff this year is that last year you just – you could kind of see the problem and you just – there was never any adjustments, never any corrections, not only throughout the year but really in-game either. You, just, you, could, you, just, you knew what was coming. You'd already seen this story over and over and there was no effort to fix that or correct those issues. That's the thing I, I love most about this coaching staff this year, maybe outside of you know how much they really do care and love the players uh, and want to see them be special people off the field. Other than that, I think that the thing I love most about this coaching staff is that they will put forth every bit of effort, every waking moment they have to fix any problems that they see there. They're, they're going to keep trying. It's not going to be from a lack of effort or lack from trying or creativity. And that that's something that – that's what you need from your coaching staff. You know, they might always have the answers, but they're definitely going to you know start asking the right questions. I agree with you. And, again, I think – you know, we saw this, especially with the first three weeks of the season, that if the defense kind of, um, you know – had some adjustments they needed to make. They were made and they were executed very, very well. You know, I think back immediately to the Mount Pleasant game, week one, where Mount Pleasant came out and put some points on the board really quickly. Well, we saw the defensive staff make some adjustments that really slowed that Mount Pleasant offense down. The defensive players came out, executed it very nicely, and, and of course, North Florida came away with a win. So, you know, I think we'll see that again. If there are some changes that need to be made defensively, I know those guys will make it, and that coaching staff, again, like you said and I've said, they've done their homework and they're prepared. Well, if this is your first game that you're listening to on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio for North Forney Falcon football, and you're, you're wondering, you know, if you hear us talk saying, what, what's, what's up with the defense? What, why, are they, why are you talking about it like they're so bad? You've got some stats that we didn't get to in the first, the first bit of the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. Why don't you share a couple, you know, some, of those st- some of those stats so we can kind of get an idea of where we're sitting at with the North Forney defense. Well, the North Forty defense in district again. This is these are district stats against Wiley East. They allowed 679 yards. Again, Corbin Johnson, uh, very prolific, possibly a Power Five school guy. Uh, he's a junior for Wiley East, running back, had a great night there. Um, and then against Highland Park, one of the best offenses in the state. Very good system. They do what they do very very well. They allowed 649 yards against them. So uh, total in district, the defense has allowed. 1,328 yards. Now, again, that's against two of the better offenses in the district. So they definitely have not had an easy task for the first two weeks, you know, in district play. So those might be skewed a little bit, especially when you compare them to Poteet's um, defensive stats when they haven't seen as strong a competition even in district. You know, we we kind of mentioned this before. I think it was before we went on here. Maybe it was in the first segment of the pregame show about how Poteet's defense played pretty well against Wiley East. Was it 14 points they give up? And, and we saw what Wiley East was able to do against us, moving the ball with Corbin Johnson and those guys. I don't think, though, that, that Wiley East's offense is as good as ours, even at this moment. I think that they schemed really good against our defense. They had a really good game plan going in, and our defense just couldn't, couldn't make the adjustments that game. And so I think that Poteet, I would still venture to say that Poteet – hasn't faced an offense as potent as ours, even with facing Wiley East, because Wiley East is still a one-man show. You know, it's Corbin Johnson. If Corbin Johnson, if you let him get going, he will take over the game like he did against us. But, you know, with North Forney, it's not just Kobe. It's not just Ribera. It's not just Nate Miller. It's not just uh, Jordan Carroll, Barclay Ford. Corey, you know, like I said, I just go down the list. And I think Poteet's going to get a big dose of that tonight, and that's going to be the toughest game they've faced so far all year. Well, you know, I think they're – you know, obviously the the – 
offense closest to North Forney's that they faced this season was Denton Ryan. You know, prolific Denton Ryan with Spencer Sanders leading the way. And we were talking about it on the field while ago. You know, we'd put our offense up against Denton Ryan's offense. You know, even, you know, I'd put Kobe up against Spencer Sanders. You know, and I know Spencer Sanders is a talented young man. But, uh, and I don't know the exact score, but the Petit defense allowed a lot of points against that Denton Ryan team. You know, I did get to watch Spencer Spencer Sanders a couple years ago when I was covering Byron Nelson. They were in the same district. And uh, back then he was a sophomore and he was starting, you know, and he could tell that he had some potential. He, he was real young, so he, he wasn't as good as he is now. But I think the main difference with him and Colby, honestly, is just that Colby has kind of been a late bloomer. You know, I, I think this coaching staff this year has really got the most out of Colby uh, as compared to the previous staff. And, you know, I think we knew Spencer Sanders back in his sophomore year, people were talking about he was a starter for a big 5A program, or actually a big 6A program at the time. And so people already knew who he was. I, you know, I think if, if Kobe had had that same fanfare, we would be talking talking about them and really the same token. And I, I, it's going to be fun every week. We you know we almost every week we get to sit down with Kobe and talk. And it's just such a fun guy to get to sit down and talk. You you could feel the excitement, feel the exuberance coming from him. But then when he gets on the field, man, he's such a good leader and he, he makes so many great plays and it's just so much fun to watch. Oh, I agree with you, and you hear it in his voice when we get to talk to him. And I love that we get to have the Soul Man's Barbecue uh, Spirit Night, you know, there at Soul Man's on Monday evenings because we get to talk with these players, and I'm impressed every week with the quality of, of young men that North Forney puts on the field and, and how they talk with us and answer our questions and handle themselves. Just impressive young men, and Kobe, again, the leader of that pack. And you talk with him for a minute, and you hear his passion, sense his love for his team, for his coaching staff, for the game, for his school. And that's a real incredible thing. All right, so we just received word that all you football fans out there are going to want to try and pay attention to the brand-new TrueTexasRadio.com site because KFNY is putting together a huge, huge contest. And, of course, if you're like, Who, what's True Texas Radio? Well, you already figured it out because you're listening to uh, True Texas Radio, KFNY Sports, which is just a, basically a page out of True Texas Radio, uh, KFNY's Ultimate Big Game Party. We are gathering a giant prize pack from local sponsors, but it, it is confirmed. It's We're ready to go. A uh, 70-inch flat-screen TV from Young Ideas and a custom KFNY Yeti cooler from Forney Air. <laughs> wow. More to come in the upcoming weeks. Be sure to like our Facebook page and listen to Will Riggs and Jade St. Jade Mornings for more information. Man, that's uh, that's pretty cool. We just got word of that. Yeah. So are we? Can are we, we yeah, participate or is we it? We might have to you figure know, this out. We'll have to talk know. to Will about this. <laughs> so yeah, definitely tune in to True Texas Radio. Go check out the site. Go check out the app. Uh, the big, big, big contest coming on there. A seventy-inch flat screen. I'm all in on that. I'm all in on the Yeti cooler. Whatever you want. If you just want to give me one of them, I'll take either. I'll take the other. Okay, that's fine. That's a fair deal. Deal. All right. Sorry, guys. No <laughs> well, I did want to remind everybody, we do have the text toy line up and running. That's the Young Ideas Dish Satellite Text Toy uh, 972 – or 469. Don't type 972. I'm about to give out Will's number. <laughs> the number for that text toy line is 469-355-0362, and that will be up and running all game long. So feel free to, to uh, comment in or ask any questions you want, and we will get to those as we can throughout the rest of the game. All right, let's take one more quick break right here on the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. We'll come back. We'll get ready for kickoff live from Mesquite Memorial Stadium between the, for the matchup between the Mesquite Poteet Pirates and the North Forney Falcons. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. 
Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Back at Mesquite Memorial Stadium, it's Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. And it's a beautiful night. You know, we had it was pretty warm all day long, and it still is a bit warm, but we do have a nice breeze coming in. It looks like maybe from the south. And, uh, you know, we were down on the field talking to the coaches before the game, and, I, and one of the questions I asked them was, uh, you know, is the, is the wind going to cause any concern or anything like that, or, you know, are you going to change the game plan at all? And uh, they're like, nope, you know, we're, we're good to go. And, and the, the point he made or the thing he said that kind of – I was like, yeah, you're right, is – uh, he's like, with Colby's arm, we don't need to change anything. I thought, well, <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. If, if you had my little noodle arm out there trying to throw a, you know, about 20-yard bomb, yeah, we'd probably have to start running the ball a lot more against the wind. But with, with Colby and his arm, yeah, you don't have to. And really on the field, the, the breeze isn't as, as strong as it is around the stadium just because the way that uh, Memorial's kind of down in the ground a bit. If you've never been here, it's kind of got the, the end zone's kind of got a grassy slope that goes up a good, what is that, about maybe 30 feet, you'd say? Yeah, incline, and uh, and what's cool about Memorial Stadium? I mean, most people have probably always uh, have already seen this. Is they got the big, big radio tower that's uh, at that south end zone on the other side of that that incline, and so it just towers, no pun intended, towers over the stadium, <laughs> and uh, it's really, really cool. You know, we kind of we're getting a little bit spoiled here. You know, Mesquite. You know, and you still got a pretty nice skyline too. You can see all the city lights and stuff out that way, and then you've got that big tower. Uh, you know, then a couple weeks ago it was at. Uh, at Highland Park where, you know, we had that really cool 
Dallas, the Dallas skyline, yeah. city, the downtown skyline. It was really nice. And a bagpipe player. And a bagpipe player. Yeah, yeah let's so don't cool. forget that too. And you had it, and it was still that was in the middle of a neighborhood. You know, there was houses. You could have kicked a football from the yeah. end zone and hit a house with it. And I thought that was really cool. I mean, I think we're at two of the nicer stadiums around, uh, two of the cooler stadiums the last couple of weeks around, not only the Metroplex but really around the state too. And uh, it's really, really neat to get to be a part of this here. Oh, for sure, you know, and where I came from, I loved when I covered sports in Louisiana, but I'll just say that, you know, some of the places I, I called weren't quite as um, elaborate, and so uh, it's nice to uh, to see some really neat stadiums over here in, in Texas, and, uh, you know, I grew up in northeast Texas, Paris, not too far from here, and I did a lot of marching competitions here on Mesquite Memorial's field, so it's bringing back some memories. They've remodeled since then, but uh, bringing back a little bit of memories uh, from many moons ago. So. You know, speaking of memories, and I was kind of telling you and uh, Stephen Carroll this down on the field before <laughs> the game. So I did play one high school game here. You know, I didn't play – I played football my freshman and senior year. Freshman year we were in a different district, didn't play in the Mesquite schools. Uh, my sophomore junior year I just played basketball. I know I don't look like quite the basketball player. but And then I came back to play football and basketball my senior year. So, you know, I was a little bit behind, so I didn't get to play a whole lot my senior year. I did have a sack. Uh, that they said I had a face mask. I didn't, so I'm always going to consider my, that always being a sack. Uh, but it won't be in the record books. But it is in my mind. Anyway, so out here, we got Memorial was the last game of the year. We had playoffs on the line uh, against Poteet. We ended up losing that game. But obviously I knew going into that I probably wouldn't get to play at all. So uh, it was pretty cold. It was the last game of the year in November. So I had a hand warmer. Anybody that's familiar with the hand warmer kind of straps around your waist. It's a big pouch up front, you know, a little bit below your stomach. And I thought I had this genius idea, and a, you know, a couple other guys too kind of helped me or pushed me in that direction. Uh, and I stuffed that thing full of goodies. I had some gushers, had some, I had a Rice Krispie treat in there, uh, some Mike Ikes. I had all, all kinds of stuff in there, and and it was it was a memory I'll never forget for sure. But that's just just one one memory I've had I have here at Memorial too. Uh, do, you, do you think you can crack that window? We'll get the National yeah, sure. Anthem if we can get it. We should have done that sooner. We're about to play the National Anthem. We'll get this window cracked open and get this field mic on so we can listen into that. You know, with all the national anthem talk we've had here over the last month in our country, Jaron, I'm definitely not about to get into it here. But it still is just nice to kind of sit back on a Friday night and hear that national anthem played by the marching band and know that it's time to play football. Oh, I agree. And I saw a gentleman in the petite side over here with a salute, perhaps a veteran. You know, 
know, so definitely appreciative of those guys, and it's always good to reflect and see both teams honor that tonight. You know, what's also funny about homecoming is when the, the cheerleaders are the homecoming queens, and so they go out there, you know, they're in their nice homecoming dress and whatnot, and then they uh, they go over to cheer, and they're still in their homecoming dress, and it's just really funny to see them try to do cheers in like a like a fancy gown. And moms are getting so big, you know, and they've even just gotten that's, bigger since I was in high school. It's crazy. That's not even a mom. That's a full stomach <laughs> flower. So I'm thinking like in five to ten years, I don't think you're going to be able to see the, the person It's going to be a full it. costume. It's just going to be – it's going to not be a mom. It's going to be a costume. Like a dome that they just walk under. You know, it's like, ridiculous. I saw like the world's biggest mom on uh, going around the internet the other day. There's a picture of it. It was crazy. North Forney won the toss and elected to defer – so they'll be kicking off to Poti, which is exciting because of some changes to the defense. Well, and also we talked, and they North Forney might be trying to throw out some more onside kicks again this game. And one of the True. ways they might do it is kicking the onside kick up the middle of the field. They spread out. They like to do that. And so one of the things they can do off that is kick it right back up the middle with a couple of their kickers and what they got. So let's see if Mesquite kind of spreads out and leaves that middle open, which they kind of do around the 50-yard line. Let's see if North Forney wants to take a shot here to start the game. They're going right to left across the radio dial, so Poteet, of course, will be going from left to right. They're going to kick this one away. All the way down inside the 10, fill it at the three-yard line. Poteet will return it from there. Got some room to run. A big opening around the 30-yard line. Cuts back across the right side of the field at 50, the 40. Finally roped up and taken down out of bounds by Corey Mayfield, Jr. And that was Cam Lampkin, one of the big playmakers for Poteet. But we do have a flag way back on the other side of the field, inside the 20-yard line, and this is going to be coming back. A big break for the North 40, <laughs> for the North 40 team to start the game. Big time break, and it does look like it is against Poteet, so that's going to come back, and that's going to actually, you know, kind of put the Poteet offense back against the wall. There, it's going to put the defense for North 40 in a real good spot. So a part of that other big giveaway that we were talking about earlier with Will about the 70-inch flat-screen TV and the big Yeti cooler uh, from Young Ideas and from Forney Air, the other part of that is going to be they're going to give away 10 large pizzas from Pizza Hut, two dozen football cupcakes from Latham Bakery, 12 custom big game ball caps from Forney Embroidery, and chips and salsa and queso from Chili's. And they're going to be doing that before the Super Bowl. So that's at the very end of January, first week of February. So they're going to be doing that then. So keep a lookout on TrueTexasRadio.com for that uh, that big giveaway, that big contest. So Poteet will start now from their own eight-yard line. Again, right from left to right. Poteet's in their dark green jerseys, black pants, white helmets. Fakes the handoff. Dalton, throw, Dalton Dale throws out. It's complete. Across the 20. Steps out of bounds. He's got enough for a first down. North 40 defense got a little bit different look tonight than what we've seen so far this season. Yeah, they're typically in a 3-4 defense, but tonight one of the adjustments they're making is going 4-3, moving into a 4-3. They want to try to eliminate that run game, that, that's those jet sweeps and the outside run that has really killed them the last couple weeks, and that's the big adjustment we were talking about. Dale looks for the snap. He'll turn, hands it off this time around the right side. North Forney pursuing, flipped up and over, uh, but a gain of almost six on the play, and that was Seth McGowan on the run. And another one of the changes that they made is they've put Barclay Ford in the end spot, defensive end spot, on the near side here. And if you're saying Barclay Ford, <laughs> he was a receiver. He was a receiver that in an H-back tied in. They said, hey, you know what? We could really use him as moving him to defensive end. 
very talented young man. I'm excited to see him. I know he's going to make some plays tonight. Dale takes the snap again, fakes the handoff. Now he's going to take off up the middle. He's met in the hole, but he puts his head down and runs over a defender. Falls ahead near a first down marker. Looks like they're going to have enough for another first down. We're also going to see, it looks like Jordan Carroll playing some cornerback over there. Uh, one of the other adjustments, the movements that they made was moving Casey Cornelius, a cornerback. He's the one going off the field right now, number three. He played, he's, they're going to move him to some outside linebacker. And the other thing that they're going to do is move into a 4-2-5 sometimes, which is four down defensive linemen, two linebackers, and five defensive backs, and that's what they're in now. Dale in the shotgun, two receivers to the left and two to the right. He'll look, throw to the right. It's complete to Lampkin. 35, still on his feet, makes a defender miss, spins away, trying to spin away from another one, finally gets brought down. Derek Holt on the tackle. That's good for a gain of seven, and Poteet's moving the ball. That 4-2-5, I like to see it as kind of a prevent type deal, you know, you, you know, but you know, it changes, but I think it's a very good containing offense, uh, containing defense. The 4-2-5 really works well if your front four can really keep the run game contained because that lets your five defensive backs cover, Have a, you have more athleticism typically out there on the field, but if you, if you can't stop the run, then those five defensive backs might be a liability out there. So second down and three on the Poteet 39-yard line, Dale in the shotgun again, running backs to his right. Takes the snap, he looks left, looks left, turns, throw, he's got a man downfield, it's Lampkin. But he's hit just as the ball gets there by Kyle Hogwood in a great defensive play as Hogwood hit him right as he went to catch her. That would that could have been a touchdown. Really, really smart defense and coverage there by Kyle Hogwood. I thought he did an incredible job. He was very disciplined in his coverage. You know, some defensive backs would have kind of got carried away with that. And, and maybe had some interference going on. Good job, Kyle Hogwood. Well, some, some defensive backs might have tried to play the ball that time and missed it. I think it was a right decision to really come up and hit him right as he was trying to catch it. So third and actually two from their own 39, Poteet in the shotgun. Dale takes the snap. He turns, hands it off. He's pushing for the first down to Michael Smith. I don't know if he's going to get it. They're going to have him a yard short at the 40-yard line. Or that's Seth McGowan. And so they're going to be a yard short. It brings up fourth and one from Poteet's own 40-yard line. The offense is still out there right now, and it looks like they're going to go for it. It's a really good job there by the front four for North Forney. They really buckled down there and contained that rush. It looks like that running back is not Seth McGowan, number seven. It looks like maybe number one to Michael Smith. I can't tell. The number's kind of hard to pick up from here. Dale's in the shotgun again. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. North Forney's backers are coming up, playing the line of scrimmage tightly. Dale takes the snap, turns, hands it off. Met in the backfield. Is he going to get it? I don't think he's going to get it. That's going to be a stop for North 40. He got just outside the 40-yard line. Roby Robinson and Willie Thomas coming up to make the tackle, and they're going to say a turnover on downs, and we have a stop from North 40's defense. And you called it, Wally, in the pregame. You said you believe this is going to be the night where they get a big stop, and, hey, why not do it the first possession of the game? Great job. And that front four there really buckled down there those last two plays. You know, because it kind of did look scary because, remember, Poteet started from inside their own 10-yard line and had a couple of first downs on that drive, really moving the ball. Uh, and then it was Kyle Hogwood's play that really set that up. On a second uh, second and short, they try that deep shot down the, the middle of the field. He was able to just to break it up just in time as they bring the chains out for a measurement. This should be short. Well, I don't want to – let's see. Let's wait before we say too much. And they are. They're going to be short. Turnover on downs, and the ball will be North 40. But Kyle Hogwood made that nice play to break that pass up that could have been a touchdown or at least a big 40-yard play. And then that brought third and short a couple of times were back-to-back -back plays that North 40 defense with the front – actually, that was the front uh, five or front yeah, six for them. Right, yeah. And they were able to come up and make a big play and give 
North Forney's offense, who doesn't need any help as it is, but gives them great field position to start the game. You know, and I feel like we're going to see something really quick. And, again, yeah, here they go. They're really fast here. Come out of the huddle really quickly. Suits drops back, looks, throws over the middle. He's got Corey Mayfield, but it's just overthrown. Streaking down the middle of the field. He had a couple of steps, but Kobe was facing some pressure. And the one thing about the Poteet's defense is they will they will show some, some bl different blitz looks at you. Second down and 10, ball on the 41-yard line, just inside the 41. Kobe in the shotgun. I got an unbalanced line heavy to the left. Rivera breaks through the line of scrimmage, almost spins away from defender, but he does gain 11 on the play, and they're going to give him the first down as he gets to the 30-yard line. Rivera drug, I think, two petite defenders with him for those last three or four yards there. And he lost a cleat. You're gonna just get rid of the cleat, Rivera. Just get rid of the cleat. <laughs> He's going to try to put it on the backfield. They're already back to the line of scrimmage. He does get it on. He'll move to the right of Colby. Again, an unbalanced line to the left. And by what I mean by that is the center has three offensive alignment to his left and just one to the right. Colby takes a snap. Now looks, throws complete to Barclay Ford as he was facing pressure right in his face. Complete out near another first down marker. They're going to give him the first down all the way to the 19. And that was a good play by Colby. Had a defender right in his face and almost threw it sidearm right past the defender. And I love that play call, too. And I love that play design. Very good job there. Now they go back to the traditional line. they got two, two linemen to each side of the center, three receivers to the right. He's going to turn and hand it off to Rivera. He runs into a couple of defenders but pulls a couple of them for a couple of yards. That looked like it had nothing. And they're going to end up getting at least two, maybe three out of it. Yeah, nice, back. nice strong run from Rivera. No, no doubt. But, man, I love that play call, you know, the play before that. It was a very different look than what we've seen. Ball's on the right hash at the 17-yard line. It's second down and a long seven. Another handoff to Rivera. Kind of stutter steps in the backfield. This time gets met, still on his feet. And now we're just going to have a big pile up, uh, maybe a gain of one, almost two on the play. That brings up third and six. They're moving quickly again. Barclay Ford will come out. In comes Michael Court in at the H-back. Two receivers to the left. That's Corey Mayfield and maybe Jaden Barral and Jordan Carroll on the right side by himself. Another handoff to Rivera. Makes a nice move in the backfield, chugging his feet. Near a first down, but maybe a yard short. As he gets inside the 11, he's got to get to the 9 for a first down. So a yard almost too short. It'll be a, a long one, let's say. Fourth and a long one, and North Forney's offense is staying right there on the, out there on the field. Coach Jackson being aggressive. Is this one where we see Kobe keep it like we've seen him do some? Or does he hand it off? He's going to hand it off to Rivera. Stutter steps again in the backfield. This time pushes ahead, but is he going to have enough? I don't think he is. This is going to be a turnover on downs and give the ball back to Poteet. So both defenses make a stand here early in the game. Wow, and I'll tell you, it's not necessarily the start that I saw coming. But, you know, it is good to see both defenses, especially North Forney, really stepping up and making a great stop like they did on the last possession. And they'll get a chance to do it here. Only two pass attempts so far in that first possession for North Forney. One was incomplete down the middle of the field, a big shot to Corey Mayfield. The other one was complete to Barclay Ford for the second first down of that drive. But it stalls out inside the 10-yard line. So both defenses with a big stop on and turnover on downs. And Mesquite Poteet back out on the field. They'll take over at their own 10-yard line. Dale in the shotgun, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks left, throws left, and it's incomplete through the hands of the intended receiver. And that was DeMichael Smith. Brings up second down and 10 from their own 10-yard line. 6.51 left in the first quarter of play here. Yeah, this clock is kind of moving. When you run the ball, that's what happens. We're used to seeing a 14-7 score by this point, maybe even more. And usually the first quarter is, you know, about 45 minutes. You know, we're about 45 minutes into the game before the first quarter is halfway over. 
Dale takes the shotgun snap. This time he's going to roll out to his right. Looks, looks, throws back across the field, and he's got some room to run. Carroll trying to bring him down, and he does. And a nice open field tackle by Jordan Carroll. Or that could have been a dangerously big play. That was weird because uh, Dalton Dale was rolling out to his right, and then the receiver was coming from the right back across the middle of the field in traffic. And yet he was able to kind of find him through all the midst of those players. And like I said, it could have been a real big play, but it's a gain of seven on the play, and it brings up third down and three. That was Lewis Moore on the reception for Poteet. But a great job by Jordan Carroll in containing Moore. Poteet has it at the 17-yard line, looking for three yards here on third down. Dale's in the shotgun, an empty set all by himself. He's got three receivers to the right and two to the left. He'll take the snap, and this time he's going to take off. Willie Thomas is there, but he can't bring him down. It looks like he's going to have enough for the first down as he's brought down eventually by Barclay Ford. That was he. Willie Thomas is one-on-one. -on -one. You know, Dalton and Thomas, they squared up in the hole, and Dalton was able to kind of square him away from Willie Thomas and get the first down for the Pirates. That was just an old-fashioned spread everybody out and leave a gap in the middle there, and Dalton Dale was able to take advantage of that. Out to the 22-yard line. Poteet has it first down. Dale has a running back on each side in the shotgun. Looking for the snap. Now he'll turn and look to the sideline. When they look to the sideline, he gets he looks like he maybe gets a number or something, and then he calls out that number or maybe a letter, and everybody looks at their wristbands. That's how they're running their offense. Dale takes the snap, hands it off to Michael Smith on the carry. Brought down after a gain of a couple. To the 25-yard line, a gain of three on the play. So far, we got a late flag. There's two couple late flags coming in. We'll see who that's on. It's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct, whoever it is. Looks like it may be against Petit. We'll see. That'd be big for, for North Forney if it is. And, and neither one of these offenses need help. So if you're the defense, you definitely don't want to be giving up big penalties. And it is unsportsmanlike conduct against Poteet. So that will back them up 15 yards. And that's a big break for North Forney, but they still got to complete the rest of this drive. You know, and this would be huge for this defense. They can contain Poteet right here in the first two defensive uh, possessions or, you know, possessions for Poteet. The defense has two good stops here. That would be huge for this defense. Yeah, confidence is something they really, really need right now. They got some in the first possession. Can they do it again here? It's second down in almost 20. Dale drops back, looks right first, then comes back left, completes attempt to Michael Smith. He's got some room to run. Still on his feet across the 30-yard line. He's going to be almost all of that back out near the first down marker. I think he's going to be about two yards short, maybe a little over a yard. It's going to bring up third and a long one. And here North Forney's defense is about the same spot on the field facing a third and short. It's not exactly the play you want to give up if you're North Forney. <laughs> and a second and 20 to give up 19 yards. Dale in the shotgun again. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, and a running back to either side. Takes the snap, hands it off, cuts up the middle of the field. Poteet has the first down. He's brought down near the 35-yard line. They'll give him the 34. And I'll say that Poteet's really had some unique looks offensively. They've got some unique drawn-up plays, uniquely drawn plays, rather, that kind of move some guys around, you know, a little unconventional. North Forty's defense has played well so far to start. They have given up a few first downs, and here they are again, facing a first down from Poteet. Their own 34-yard line, two receivers to each side. Ball right in the middle of the field. Dale takes the snap, rolls out right, looks, throws. When he wants to throw, now he takes off up the middle of the field, breaks the tackle, falls ahead for a couple, and he'll have a gain of four on the play. Dale's a capable runner. From up here, he's not real big. Doesn't seem real fast, but he's pretty instinctive. You know, he knows when to take off. He knows when to make a certain move. And sometimes those quarterbacks, those runners, are their most dangerous. He's a junior. Stats have him, or excuse me, the, the 
roster has him at 5'10 and 180. So like you said, not just a real big guy. I've never been 5'10, but there was a time when I was 180, and it was a long time ago. I think I was like five years old when that was that. Dale takes the snap, hands it off. That is McGowan. That is number seven. McGowan ahead for a couple more. It brings up third and about two, a long two. Good shoestring tackle there by the defense. Not sure who it was exactly, but was able to keep McGowan from getting those extra three or four yards. Poteet looking to the sideline, coming up on three minutes to play here in the first quarter. Neither team has scored. That's why we really haven't set the score much because we're not used to it. They're not being points on the board at this point. This is definitely by far the, the longest that North Fournier, probably even Poteet for that matter, has gone in the game without score. Any team, either team scored. Dale in the shotgun. It's third and two. Takes the snap. He's rolling out to the right. He's going to run this the whole way, and he gets tripped up in the backfield. Robbie Robinson's the first one there to cause problems, and then Willie Thomas cleans it up. The loss of the yard on the play, and that brings up fourth and almost four. Let's see if Poteet still goes for it. And something I saw there, Willie Thomas was moving some of his guys around there on the line. He saw some things, so he wanted to make the adjustments, and it looks like the punting team's coming out for Poteet. They are bringing out the punt team. This is a real spot. Of, this is a spot on the field you have to be very careful about a fake, especially in district games. You have to be very careful. And with Poteet's already got a weird lineup as it is. They've got two gunners out to the far left, two gunners to the to the far right. And so they could always turn and try to pass to one of those guys downfield. We'll see what their, uh, their punter has an arm or not maybe. Inside the 30-yard line, and we're going to get a flag on the play. That's going to be delay a game. And if they had any plans of running a fake <laughs> – that might have just ruined those because that takes a fourth and three and moves it to a fourth and eight. I don't know. You know, almost the way that the Poteet players kind of got dejected after the flag came up, depending on what the whistle sounded, it almost made me think that they might have had a fake on there. I think so. And like but I said, it's just a weird alignment, too. You never see – you usually see one gunner on each side of the, of this, the field. But this time they've got two on each side, and that, they could do a lot of stuff with that. And here it is, a fake. They're going to throw it over the middle. It's incomplete. They snapped it to the up back. He tried to throw it to the guy that was probably lined up in more of a tight end position. Wide, and I mean wide open across the middle of the field. And they just overthrew him a bit. He tried to catch it with one hand and couldn't bring it in. So another break by North Fourteen. It makes me feel pretty good that, we, that I was right about them probably having a fake on. But, man, it makes me feel almost not too good because they almost pulled that one off and – it, if he would have caught that, it would have been one-on-one -on -one with the return man 30 yards down the field. That wouldn't have been good for North Forney. But, but North Forney's seen it. So, you know, and so now they've seen it. They're aware of that now if they face that situation again. Yeah, they've, they've shown their hand has Poteet on their first fake that didn't, didn't work out. Colby hands it off to Nate Miller this time. Miller puts his head down runs into the line of scrimmage. Maybe gets a yard on the play to the 35, and that's going to bring up second down and nine. We haven't seen the offense yet really just go for it downfield. Uh, they're, they're doing most stuff there around the line of scrimmage, perhaps to open things up downfield. But, you know, there are two really good safeties for Poteet. Uh, I believe Division One commits. Kobe fakes the handoff. He's got some time to throw. He's looking deep for Jordan Carroll. He's got a blow, oh, and at the last second in the end zone, it was knocked away. He had a step. The safety came over to help the cornerback out. At the last second, one of the two knocked it away, and that was looking like a touchdown. Man, I tell you, just right there at the very last minute, just came out of the hands of Carroll. But well put ball there by Suits. And a good job by Carroll from kind of finding a gap there. Just could not come down with it. Minute 13 to play in the first quarter. We're in a scoreless tie. Third down and nine from the Poteet 35-yard line for Colby. He looks to the sideline. He's got Nate Miller as the running back to his left. 
two H-backs to the left side of the offense. That's De La Haas and Michael Court. Kobe takes a snap, looks, throws out. He's got De La Haas. He's trying to break a tackle. He does across the 25. He's got enough for a first down. He kind of danced around a little bit. Wasn't sure what he wanted to do, but eventually he gets the first down out of it, so it all works out. De La Haas is someone that we've seen come in and sprinkles, you know, and really done a good job kind of in sporadic moments there throughout the season. You know, when they need him, he's really stepped up. Again, two H-backs. This time they're on either side of the formation. Nate Miller's still the running back. He's going to hand it off to Miller. Miller puts his head down, pushing a lot of scrimmage. Not much there. Poteet's run defense has been pretty stout so far to start this game. A gain, a gain of only one on the play. And that last play to De La Haas really reminds me of that play we saw from Michael Court against the Highland Park. Or against Highland Park. They faked that little handoff. Use one of those H-backs. Last time it was Court down the middle of the field, or up the middle of the field. This time it was De La Haas out into the flat, uncovered, and got enough for a first down. Second down and nine. Ball on the 24-yard line. Kobe looks to the sideline. He's got the two H-backs again to the left side of the formation. He's got Corey Mayfield Jr. on the far left side of the field. Now De La Haas, one of the H-backs, will move to the right side, so there's one on both sides now. Jordan Carroll still the receiver to the right. Nate Miller moves in motion from left to right now. Takes the handoff. A little stutter step in the backfield. He gets dropped. As he gets back to the line of scrimmage, no gain. The running game is just not there for the Falcons. That's going to bring up third down and nine. Another tough third down for the Falcons, and this might be the, that might have been the last play of the first quarter, and it is. Time's going to tick away here at the quarter, at the end of quarter number one, and for the first time all season long, we're scoreless after the first quarter of play. Poteet zero, North Forney zero. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Third and nine from the Poteet 24-yard line for Kobe. He's the only player in the backfield in an empty shotgun set. Two receivers to the left, three to the right. A late blitz from Poteet. North Forney picks it up, but the pass out to the left flat is short. And they're going to go ahead and call it incomplete, and that brings up fourth down and nine. Kobe had a chance there to make a play. Just one of the few rare bad throws from Kobe, really, that didn't give Johnson a chance to run after the play. Kobe now has it fourth down and nine from the 24-yard line. He's again the empty shotgun set, and we're going to have whistles, and it looks like a timeout from Poteet. So with that, we will also take a step away. 11.55 to play in the second quarter, 0-0. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. 
hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Only five seconds ticked off the clock there to start the second quarter. We had a timeout by Poteet as North Forney has a fourth down and nine from the Pirate 24-yard line. Again, Colby will come out into the shotgun all by himself. Two receivers to the left, three to the right. Poteet showing late blitz. they got three down linemen, and both backers on the outside are showing blitz, and they kind of step out of it. Colby looks to the sideline to get the play. Play now clock at 10. Barks that out, barks out the commands to his offensive line. Poteet will blitz here after all. Picked up. Kobe throws. It's incomplete. It looked like he was looking for Barclay Ford, but Barclay Ford was not looking for him. And once again, a turnover on downs, and both defenses have really come out to play. North, North Forney's offense has been thwarted so far for the first time this year. Again, it does look like both defenses have really done their homework and really put in the extra work. Poteet having a bye week last week as well. So uh, it looks like both teams defensively have really done their homework and bringing a good game plan tonight. Now, one thing we haven't seen quite yet is Colby taking off and running from that empty set. Let's see if they maybe make that adjustment, have him start running the ball just a little bit more. Dalton Dale will take over for the Pirates from his own 24-yard line, throws this one out, completed to Michael Smith across the 30-yard line, uses a stiff arm, then gets knocked out of bounds. He crosses the 31. Just a simple screen there, just good execution for the Poteet offense. You know, that was, I think that was Casey Cornelius, or no, Christopher Lowe, that uh, almost got past the block from the receiver on that side, but just couldn't get there in time. And that kind of sprung uh, DeMichael Smith out for an eight-yard gain as it brings up second down and two from their own 32-yard line for Poteet. Dale's got a running back to each side in the backfield. He's in the shotgun. Two receivers to the right and one to the left. He'll take the snap. He looks right, looks right, throwing deep to the right side. He's got a receiver, but it's just overthrown. Hogwood was beaten on the play, and it looked like Cam Lampkin down the right sideline near the 30-yard line of the Falcons, but it was just a couple yards overthrown. And Dale showing off a little bit of an arm there from him, too. Not bad throw it off for Dale. Again, just let his receiver a little too much. He couldn't come down with it. But not afraid to throw it, it looks like. I think Cogwood didn't really <laughs> – I don't think he appreciated the speed too much of uh, Cam Lampkin there, but he did get past him. Had a couple of steps on him. Brings up third down and two now. From their own 32 for Mesquite. They're going to fake the handoff. Dale keeps it around the right side, trying to bounce to the outside, and he's going to get dropped. Ooh, right at, the line, right at the first down marker. He batted for a moment, then kind of bounced it outside, but I think they're going to give him forward progress. That should be enough, and they're going to give him the first down. Derek Holt made a good stop there. Derek Holt, one of the young men we got to talk to Monday night, a very confident young man. Uh, he made a good stop there, but with that forward progress, it is a pirate first down. So we're already through a quarter of play, and, of course, coming up at halftime, we will have the Forney Air Halftime Show. If you're having any troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFOY True Texas Radio. Dale takes the snap, hands it off 
to Lampkin, who's coming in the jet sweep from right to left. And coming up to make a play was Casey Cornelius and Cliff Thunderbird. They're going to push him out of bounds for a gain of just a yard on the play. It's a great job there by those outside guys for the Falcon defense, really staying toe-for-toe -toe with Lampkin, not letting him get any space. That's a really good job. And, of course, coming up at the in, during the 40-year halftime show is we will have the Pride of Falcon Nation band presented to you by our friends over at Award Music. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Dale turns, hands it off to McGowan. McGowan puts his head down, gains three on the play. He's met in the hole there by Roby Robinson and Willie Thomas. Derek Holt coming in to help clean up as well. And that brings up third down and six for Poteet from their own 38-yard line. North 40 looking for another defensive stop. Two very physical guys there for the Falcon defense and Robinson and Thomas really have been the anchor of this defense, especially up front so far. North 40 in the 4-2-5 look, four down linemen, two linebackers, five defensive backs. Dale takes a snap, rolls out right, he's looking, he throws, almost picked off by Casey Cornelius. He jumped that route, Dale didn't see him, and it, he had a jump for it, but it went through both hands. It would have been a tough play if he had made it, and it would have been a pick six for a touchdown if he had. But regardless, they do force a punt or a punt. The punt team is coming out for Poteet and a big play by Casey Cornelius. Man, he almost read a that, bigger play. He read that perfectly, guy. He he followed Dale's eyes. He knew exactly where he was going with it. Incredible read there. Just couldn't come down with the interception, but incredible job there by Cornelius. Incredible. I mean, a really good acceleration there for Cornelius because they kind of had that out route, but he was able to show that that burst acceleration and almost come up with the interception. Pote punter standing on his own 25-yard line, looking for the snap. He takes it this time. He's going to punt this one away, and it was almost knocked away by or blocked by Casey Cornelius. We're going to get a flag on the play for running into the kicker, I believe. He kind of barely bumped into him at the end. I was gonna, I was wondering if they were going to throw a flag or not. So that's going to move him up five yards. We'll make it fourth and two. Will Pote just stick with where they get ended up uh, with the punt, which would be at the 23-yard line of North Forney, or are they going to come back and a punt it again? or B, run the offense out there. That was Cornelius on there, and again, did not look intentional at all, just couldn't slow down his momentum. It's been three weeks since Cornelius played at the bye week last week, and then he didn't play in the Howland Park game. So maybe just knocking some cobwebs off, just kind of getting adjusted back to things. But again, I got to go back. This is an incredible defensive play he made. Well, because of that, though, it is going to – Poteet's going to bring their offense back out onto the field. The five yards will move it up to the 43-yard line. Or, no, actually to the 44, yeah, 43-yard line, making it fourth and one. And so what was going to be a punt and turnover, or a punt and turnover on downs for North Forney with the ball at their own 23. Now they're facing a fourth and one from Poteet. Dale in the shotgun. He's got McGowan, the running back, to his left. He's got two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's got a tight end on the right side of the offense. Ball's on the left hash. Dale in the shotgun looking for the snap. McGowan's leaning. They're going to get him for a false start. McGowan in the backfield, the running back. You can see him leaning on his tiptoes, leaning up. And they didn't get it snapped in time. And they're going to move them back five yards. And the punt team's coming back out. We're all back to where we were. <laughs> two steps forward, two steps back. <sighs> but, hey, uh, again, that is going to bring out the punt unit for Poteet. So, good job there by the defense. You know, with broadcasting, Jaron, a lot of times I feel like I – I say things that I just, just all the time just a waste of my breath. <laughs> and it's never more evident when they do something like that to where you had the five yards the other way, five yards back, and we're back to where, you know, if they, if they kick this ball and ends up at the 23-yard line like I did last time, 
I'm just gonna not be a happy camper because that's gonna be right where we were. Poteet's running defender or running an offensive guy out there late. We got 10 seconds on the play clock. It's fourth and six from their own 38-yard line. Oh, almost blocked again. A slow snap. This is a high short punt. It's gonna bounce just inside the 45-yard line of North Forney, then take a couple of bounces back towards the Falcon into the field, and it's gonna be picked up there by Poteet just outside the 35-yard line. So in the end, North Forney gained about 12 yards out of that and almost had another block punt. I think that's something we should keep our eye on for the rest of the game, Jaron, is, is it's a slow snap getting back there. The punter takes his time with it, and now that's twice that North Forney has probably been inches away from blocking a kick. It's a very vertical kick, too, and I say that, you know, some guys that punt more of the rugby style where it's got a little bit more flat, uh, line coming off the foot. This is very high, very quick. Doesn't go far. Goes very high, though. So 36-yard line is where they'll mark it. Kobe pitches it forward to Corey Mayfield Jr. on the jet sweep. He's out to the 45-yard line. That'll be a gain of nine. Yeah, again, a nine on the play. Brings up second down and one. That's one of the better plays that North Pointe has seen from their run game. Yeah, and again, that was kind of a different look than what they've given so far this game. And something else that the Poteet defense has to be prepared for. Suits in the shotgun. Now Carroll will come in motion from right to left. And they'll turn around and do the same thing to Carroll coming back to left side. Carroll's got the first down. He's across midfield, still on his feet, pushes the pile. Out of bounds inside the 45-yard line of Poteet. If it works once, Jaron, why not do it again? Let's just go the other way. Just flip it around, switch personnel up a little bit. And what that does, that spreads things out a little bit, perhaps opening some things up on the middle. Is there a chance that they do it three plays in a row, Jaron? I don't know. If it, if it ain't broke, don't fix well, it. Well, they're coming in motion again from right to left. This time they're going to fake it and hand it off up the middle to Ribera. He's got a little bit of room to run. Still plowing ahead. Breaks a couple of tackles. Now pulls a couple of defenders with him. He's going to have a 10-yard gain and another first down. It looked like they were going to run it, but the whole time they were setting that up, Jaron. And it was oh, yeah. a nice, nice play action. Hand off up the middle to Ribera for a 10-yard gain and a first down. And nothing real elaborate either. Just simple jet sweeps, but it's working. Two receivers to the right and one to the left, all the way down to the Poteet 32-yard line. Colts, or Kobe takes the snap, hands out to Rivera, takes a third step in the backfield, almost had the crease to take that one all the way. A late tackle by A.J. Odie saves that one, and it's a still a gain of five on the play from Rivera. Rivera's doing a real good job tonight, really. You know, he's not getting big 12, 15-yard bursts, but getting very good six, seven, eight-yard runs. Falcons back to the line again, fakes. No, he's going to hand it off to Rivera. He third steps, breaks a tackle, out. Across the 20-yard line, down to the 15, another first down, and North Forney is really picking up the pace here, and now they're starting to gash Poteet's defense. Spoken into existence there, Wally. Kobe again in the shotgun. Takes it, looks, throws left. It's complete to Brault. Makes the defender miss, but then he fell down on himself. Man, a nice little fake to the outside and cut back in. All the way down to the 10-yard line, another gain of five. Brings up second down and five from the 10. Just lost his foot in there, but, hey, you moved the ball. Kobe in the shotgun, hands it off to Rivera, and this time he's met in the backfield, and he's going to lose a yard on the play. This time he just couldn't get away from the defender that got back there. And it's going to bring up third down and six from the Poteet, six, or from the Poteet 11 yard line. Big third down here. You don't necessarily have to make it all the way to the first down market, but you do need to get a good four or five here. Clock continues to tick. We're under eight minutes to play in the second quarter. We are still tied at zero. North Forney knocking on the door, though. A ball at the 11-yard line. He's going to hand it off to Ribera. Ribera's dropped again in the backfield. Fell ahead not even a yard. That's going to bring up fourth down and five. And when the running game was working, all of a sudden it just shuts down. And that's, that's how this game has been. You get the, Each offense is get, 
gets a couple of first downs, and then bam, the defense slams the door. Cote plays a 3-4, but very aggressive 3-4. Fourth and six, Colby takes a snap, draws back, looks, throws, and it's behind the intended receiver, Corey Mayfield Jr., and it's going to be incomplete. And another turnover on downs. It's the second time that North Forney has got inside the 10-yard line of Poteet and cannot punch it in. And you have to wonder that maybe next time they get down there if they don't kick a field goal because at this point, points are pretty valuable. 7.20 to play in the second quarter. Of course, halftime's coming up here in a few minutes, and when we get there, it'll be the Forney Air Halftime Show. And then we will also listen to the Pride of Falcon Nation Band presented to you by Award Music. That'll be the Forney Air Halftime Show. That'll be in seven minutes and 20 seconds of game time. Poteet takes over at their own 11-yard line. Two receivers to the right and two to the left for Dalton Dale, who's got Seth McGowan as the running back to his right. Four down defensive linemen for the Falcons and two linebackers. Fakes the handoff throw to the left or right side. Barclay Ford getting his hand up, making it look like he's played defensive end like every play this year, and it's not the case. This is his first game out there. And that's already the third or fourth time we've called his name. He's making a difference out there. And that goes to show what kind of player in person that Barclay Ford is, putting away his, his offensive duties to, to come help out that defense, and he's he's made an impact. And he's still getting some offensive plays. He made a catch earlier. But, uh, yeah, willing to do whatever he needs. Great young man. Receiver in motion from right to left. They're going to hand it off to him. It's Cam Lampkin. He's going to have to stretch this one out in the backfield. Around the five-yard line, he gets spilled out of bounds. He can't even make it back to the ten. A loss of four on the play. I'll tell you, those outside guys for North Forney are really doing a great job tonight. Again, they've gotten some work in the last two weeks, really stepping up. Well, and I think Poteet, that's one of the plays I bet you Poteet saw on film from Wiley East and Holland Park against North Forney where they can bring the gun motion and run a big jet sweep around that edge and just clear out that side and run with it. But because North Forney has those four defensive linemen, those ends really clamp down and allow the outside linebackers to come up and make plays. Dale drops back, he looks right, throws right, it's intercepted! Picked off by Kyle Hogwood, and North 40 takes over inside the 25-yard line. Again, and, and you know, we don't mention this enough about Kyle Hogwood. We always talk about his athleticism, but he's also extremely smart in how he plays his coverage, and you know, that showed just then. Big time, big time turnover there for the defense, and this is what we've talked about. These are the things that they needed to do this game to uh, to potentially defeat this Poteet team. Well, and Dalton Dale threw that one. Looked like in between a couple of different receivers. Nobody was the intended receiver really on that one. Hogwood, like you said, being smart and instinctive, read the play, read where the pass was going, and was able to jump in there and take it. Now in at quarterback, we have Jordan Carroll, basically in a wildcat. Colby's a receiver to the left side. And they're going to pitch it to Colby, running out to his right, and he's going to get dropped in the backfield for a loss. They had a trick play set up, and it just didn't get there in time, and a big loss from North Forney. Perhaps a missed block in the assignment. I don't know. You know, didn't really see it, but it didn't work out quite how the Falcons wanted to. You know, I don't blame it at all, though, for trying that, especially after a big turnover. Well, and Poteet, I think that did the, their cornerback, whoever was out there covering Kobe, it was a very smart play by him. He knew that Kobe wasn't out there to play receiver. He was out there to do something. And as soon as he came back to the formation, he took off after him and didn't allow the blocker to get to him. Kobe takes a snap, throws left. It's complete to Corey Mayfield Jr. He puts his head down near the sideline, gets back basically to the original line of scrimmage to the 25-yard line of the Pirates, and that's going to bring up third down and 10. And can North Forney, again with great field position, can they capitalize? They're facing a third down and long. The wind is – they're not much of the wind on the field, but it is coming at them just a few miles per hour probably. Hand it off to Rivera. Makes a man miss in the backfield. He's going to get a, about six out of this. Out 
inside the 20-yard line to the 19, but that is short of a first down. And that brings up fourth down and four, and we've got an injured Poteet player down on the field. So with that, we'll take a step away. 5.45 to play here in the first half. Neither team has scored. We're tied at zero. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. Keep Memorial Stadium, it's Wally and Jaron for KFNY Sports True Texas Radio with 5.45 to play in the second quarter. If you've listened in to any of the other North Pointing games this year, you would probably, you could probably venture to guess this is probably a 35 to 31 game at this point, but you would be way wrong. Neither team has scored. Both defenses have pitched shutouts. North Pointing's defense has been able to get, or offense has been able to get in red zone, but they haven't capitalized. they got another chance here, fourth and four. Throwing it to Corey Mayfield Jr. What a catch by Mayfield Jr. Wow. Went up and grabbed that as a back shoulder fade inside the five-yard line. He just out-muscled the defender and snatched it away and kept his feet in bounds. That almost reminded me of that David Tyree New York Giants catch from a few years ago in the Super Bowl. Almost on top of his head there. That looked a lot like a Des Bryant back shoulder <laughs> fade where he just out-muscles the defender. That's exactly what that was. First and goal from the three-yard line. Kobe takes a snap. He's going to keep it. Push his head down. Push in the pile. Near the goal line, about a yard short. They're going to say he's down at the two, and that brings up second and goal from the two-yard line. And North Forney absolutely has to score a touchdown here. Again, an incredible job there by Corey Mayfield Jr., who's really became a really dynamic part of this offense the past few weeks. Back to the line of scrimmage, and my cord is tied up underneath my chair, but I'm back. Kobe takes the direct snap, breaks it to the left side, and he's got a touchdown, and North Forney leads. Incredibly drawn play, incredible vision there by Kobe Suits. And we said, hey, I wonder if he's going to do much running tonight. He did it when it counts, and he made it count. Well, and he, that was play was set up for him to basically kind of put his head down and bull rush up the middle. He saw a crease where if he could beat that one defender, there was nobody else out there to the left side, and that's exactly what he did. He was able to slip past him, and then we have our first points of the game, and here comes the extra point. Kobe, of course, is the holder. He gets the snap down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So with 5.05 to play here in the second quarter, finally we have a touchdown, and it's from North Forney. They lead 7-0. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. 
Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. It's going to be fielded inside the 15-yard line from DeMichael Smith. He's going to try to return it all the way. And I thought we had a block in the back, but they're going to call that. It was a legal block. We got another block. That, yeah, finally they're going to throw flags on this one. So this one's coming back as DeMichael Smith all the way inside the 30-yard line of North 40. But we will come back for this one. There could have been a chance for a block in the back way inside the 15-yard line. They didn't call it in 30 flags on, but they did around the around as it got to about the 25-yard line on the near side of the field. And so, again, for the second time in this game, there's been a big return from Poteet. But for the second time in this game as well, there's been a penalty on that return, and it backs them all the way back up. I'm really surprised DeMichael didn't let it go out of bounds because it was close there. It would have gone out. I thought the same thing, and that's typically you would. But I think that's that's one of those guys you feel like you're an awesome returner. You get a chance, at, you know, especially after the first play, the first return, he's probably thinking, man, if I didn't have that flag, that would have been a big return. Watch me do it again. Sure enough, he did, but there just happened to be a flag on the play. So, you know, he's got to be talking to his uh, up guys. So what it looks like is they're going to call two separate penalties, one on Poteet and one on North Forney. So it looks like we're going to re-kick here. Yep. I didn't catch what the North Forney flag was for. It came around the same. They threw the, the both flags came at the same area. Well, I know the Poteet flag was for a block in the back. The North Forney flag might have been, I guess, for holding. I mean, what else could it have been? I mean, I, I don't know. That's... You know, it's nothing face mask or anything like that, so it must have been holding. Well, there's 4.51 here to play in the second quarter. North 40 leads 7 to nothing. Thanks for tuning in to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. I'm Wally. Jaron's with me, as always. Of course, stick around for the 40 Air Halftime Show coming up here in a few minutes. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call 40 Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. And, of course, during the 40 Air Halftime Show, we will have the Pride of Falcon Nation Band. That will be presented to you by our friends at Award Music. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Thanks for listening, for sure. We'd sure be lonely if you guys weren't tuning in. So, Well, of course, that reminds me, too. we got the Text Toy, the Young Ideas Dish Satellite Text Toy line up and running. That number is 469-355-0362, so feel free to text in any questions, comments about the game or broadcast. And that number again is 469-355-0362. we got a, a squib kick down the middle of the field. It's going to be picked up there by Cam Lankin at the 25-yard line. Finds a crease, now bounces again to the outside. He's got some more room to run. Across the 40-yard line of North 40. Near the, almost stepped in the bounds, but they're going to say he did. They're going to say he stepped out at the 30-yard line. He's going to return it all the way to the end zone. But the refs have already marked him out at the 30-yard line. He's celebrating. Yeah, North Point is going to have to figure something out with the kicking game because that is the third time that Poteet has had a big return. Luckily, they've had penalties on the first two that negated that. But that time, no flags on the play, and that return it almost went for a touchdown. Ends up at the North Point 30-yard line. And with the closing in on the first half, that's not exactly what you want to do or the play you want to give up on a return. And it was right here at the Memorial Stadium last year against West Mesquite where North Forney gave up. They scored to go ahead of West Mesquite late in the game and then gave up a big kick return touchdown that put West Mesquite ahead, and that was the end of the game. So Dalton Dale will take over with Mesquite Poteet. Drops back from his own 30. Now he's going to take off and run. He's got some room to run. He's going to be brought down from behind by Willie Thomas. 
But he does have enough for a first down. That time, the, kind of the Red Sea parted. And he took off up the middle, all the way down to the 18. Good vision by Dale as well. He saw the crease there, saw the opening, and took it. Poteet looking to the sideline now. They're going to try to, <laughs> they want to try to probably take some of this clock off too. Now they're going a little bit slower than they normally do. Dale has a running back to each side of him in the shotgun. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. North Point's defense has been stellar all night long. They're going to need a flex here again here. Dale keeps it this time. He's going to be knocked, knocked down as he gets inside the 10-yard line at the nine. About a yard short of a first down. Brings up second down and one. Well, let's say, although he's getting some positive yards, he is taking the beating for every yard he gets. And that read option is just always such a dangerous play. And I think Dale looks like he's really kind of got it figured out. He knows when to keep it, when to pull it, and, uh, and when to, to go ahead and hand that one off. Again, a running back to each side in the shotgun next to, to Dale. He's going to hand it off to McGowan. He's trying to race around the right side. He's got a couple of defenders over there with him, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds before he can get to the goal line, but he does have a first down. It'll be first and goal from the three-yard line. Really a big block there by number, I believe that's 55 for Poteet because there's a North Forney defender coming in hot. And number 55, just at the last minute, you know, distributed his weight, was able to make the block there so his back could get around him. First and goal from the three, Dale in the shotgun by himself. He's got McGowan as a bit of an H-back to the left side. Let's see if Dale doesn't just keep this one himself. Takes the snap, now he looks left, throws left, it's complete, and a touchdown for Poteet. Seth McGowan out of the backfield for the touchdown. And just like that, after a big return from Lampkin and the Pirates, they strike and tie it up, pinning an extra point, tied up with 3.28 to play in the second quarter. We got a late flag on the very far side of the field in the deep in the, in the, deep in the end zone. This will be interesting here. They get Poteet for unsportsmanlike conduct. It'll be a 15-yard penalty that will back. They can either back him up for the extra point, or they might be able to assess it on the kickoff. We're awaiting word. It is against Poteet. We'll see. I'd imagine with it being as late as it is, it will be unsportsmanlike conduct. And it looks like it will be. They still haven't done anything yet, but I, I would imagine probably North Forty is going to want to assess that on the kickoff. So that way they can get pretty good field position out of it. With still three and a half minutes to play, North Forney has two timeouts. Or no, they have all three timeouts remaining. Let's see. Let's get the call here. The touchdown is good, of course. This flag came after the play. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Oh, actually, they're going to say that is a penalty on North Forney to one of the coaching staff. Is that what I heard? Yeah, he said head coach and. I looked, and when you were talking about it, I saw Coach Jackson um, talking pretty, uh, you know, involved with an official. Hmm. So, still regardless, they will enforce that on the kickoff, so that might pin North Forney back to start their drive. The extra point kick is up and good. So, with that, we are now tied again at seven apiece now. 3.28 to play here in the second quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs 
leads to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. So because of the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty that was assessed to Coach Jackson, whether he deserved it or not, that'll make the kickoff happen from the 45 of North Forney instead of the 40 from Poteet. So and now we've got whistles on the field and the timeout. North Forney, do you have a timeout set up, ready to go? No. Okay. We'll just we'll, we won't worry about it. <laughs> we'll we'll sit here and talk. Of course, let me remind you here in a couple of minutes we will have the Forney Air halftime show. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at two one four nine two four nine seven four five and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. And of course, at halftime we will recap the the first half and preview the second half. But that will come up after the Pride of Falcon Nation band. Is presented to you by Award Music. And for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. And I wonder, you know, Poteet already kind of showed their hand earlier when they ran, when they tried a fake punt that was so close to being in a big explosive play that, uh, that ended up failing. I wonder, since they've, they're kicking off from the Falcon 45-yard line, if they might not try an onside kick of their own here. They might, you know, but you still got three and a half minutes left. That gives that North Forney Falcon offense a whole lot of time, and they get the ball coming out of half. You know, if I'm Poteet, I'm trying to pin them back as far as I can. Yeah, and Poteet's defense really has played really good. I mean, North Forney has had – their offense has had the ball inside the red zone, inside the 10 a couple of times, I think on three, maybe four different occasions, and they've only scored on one of them. So, Poteet's defense, they've got to be feeling really confident as well, holding the North Forney to only seven points through this first half. But they do try a bit of an onside kick. It's going to be right in the lap of Baral as he falls on it right at the 30-yard line. Or that's Jackson Ennels right at the 30-yard line. So, they did try something, but it didn't really look that great. Had no bounce at all. It was more of a worm burner type deal and uh, no bounce to it. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, if that doesn't touch anybody, it probably goes out of bounds eventually before anybody else can get to it. And, you know, I think I think in the end, I would, you know, if that was the result, I would have been with you. I would have said, hey, let's try to kind of pooch this one high, drop it inside the 10 and see if we can't pin them back somewhere in, inside their own 15 or maybe 20-yard line. And I don't know how much Poteet's kicked an onside kick so far this year, but if you got someone like Rodriguez for North Forney who's really good at it, then, yeah, maybe so. Suits in the shotgun. He's got R- Ribera to the, as the running back to his left. He's going to hand it off to Ribera. And Ribera kind of takes a stutter step in the backfield looking for some space. Looked like he had a hole if he would have took it, but – he didn't, and he waited, hesitated, and only got a yard out of it. Brings up second down and nine from their own 32-yard line. And, like and, and North Forney really hasn't taken many shots down the field this game. And maybe it is because the, the secondary from Poteet is so good, and they're going to throw this one out wide to Corey Mayfield Jr. He's trying to break a tackle, but he just can't do it. He gets ridden out of bounds. That's going to be a loss of a couple on the play. That was a two-on-two out there. One of the guys got blocked. The other one you had to make miss, and he couldn't do it. Or that would have been a big play for the Falcons. 
That defender for Protea, I believe that's number 20. 20 something. Those numbers are really, they got black numbers on those dark green uniforms. They're really hard to read. But he swarmed really quickly. He was able to contain that really, really quick. Coming up on two and a half minutes to play in the first half. We're tied at seven. Third and ten for the Falcons. Suits fakes the handoff. He's being pressured in the backfield. Breaks away from the defender. He's got some room to run. Across the 35, near the 40-yard line. They should have enough for the first down, depending on where they mark him out. And they're going to give him the 43-yard line. And that is good for a first down and a nice job to avoid the pressure by Colby because he saw it as soon as he dropped back right in his face. He eluded it and was able to get out and make a first down. That wasn't a design run at all, but he just took advantage of that and just really escaped that pressure and got the open field. Handoff to Rivera. Breaks. Oh, he almost broke a tackle. I thought he did for a second, but he falls ahead across to the 45-yard line. And that will bring up second down and eight, coming up on almost two minutes left here in the first half. North Forney with two timeouts. We're tied at seven apiece. Poteet's also got two timeouts left. North Forney, as Jaron mentioned earlier, does get the ball to start the second half. So a touchdown here would be huge. Kobe hands it off to Rivera. Rivera breaks a couple of tackles, still on his feet, spins away from another one. He's going to be a yard short of a first down, but he does get across midfield. Brings up third and one. Michael Court getting some great blocks on that, playing that H-back position. Suits takes the snap, hands it off to Rivera. He's met at the line of scrimmage, but he plows ahead, puts his head down, another tough run from Rivera. And that's going to be enough for a first down inside the 45-yard line, a minute and a half to play in the second quarter, minute 32. And they're going to go ahead and wind the clock. Under a minute and a half now. Colby in the shotgun. Ball's on the left hash. Looking for the snap. Gets it. And this time he's going to keep it. Fakes it to Rivera. He's going to be out across inside the 40-yard line all the way down to the 38. And it looks like we're going to get a timeout from the Falcons. So with that timeout, we will step in. We'll be right back here for the remaining bit of the first half. We're tied at 7 apiece. Live from Mesquite Memorial Stadium, you're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. North Forney facing a second down and four from the Poteet 38-yard line on this drive. And on a long third down, Kobe scrambled for a big first down gain that really kept the drive alive instead of giving it back to Poteet with some time remaining here in the second quarter. North Forney does get the kickoff to start the second half. So a big touchdown here or points here either way would be huge for the Falcons. Kobe in the shotgun. Hands it off to Rivera. Rivera... Broke a tackle and then all of a sudden slipped through the other side. They're going to give him – he's walking at an angle as the ref, but I think that's going to be enough for a first down, and they're going to move the chains. Well, now like maybe they're going to call, yeah. It looks like it looks to me like they've got it from here. Yeah, now they're going to go ahead and move him. You're right. They did stop that clock you know, because the clock was running. Under a minute, 59 seconds left. They start the clock again. One timeout left now for North 40. First and 10 from the 34-yard line. Kobe fakes the handoff. Being pressured, now he's got some time to throw. Finds a man, it's Barclay Ford inside the 10-yard line, down to the six. And what a knifing throw from Colby Suits. He had to fit that in a tight, 
tight window, and he did perfectly to Barclay Ford. Yeah, two guys right on the heels of Barclay Ford and another guy coming in up top. But great job by Suits and threading that needle. First and goal from the sixth. 39 seconds left. Kobe looks, throws to Carroll inside the five. Still on his feet, spun down at the one-yard line. Coming up on 30 seconds to play. North Forney back to the line of scrimmage. They do have one timeout, but they do want to save it in case they need it. Kobe in the shotgun. They're taking their time. Coming up on 21 seconds. Kobe under the line of scrimmage. He's going to run a sneak, but I think Poteet got a timeout. They did. <laughs> oh, that, that almost lucky. happened. It was a smart <laughs> play from, from North Forney. It was a great play. Uh, let's take a step away. We'll be right back here with 20 seconds left to play in the second quarter. North Forney at the one-yard line. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser's Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All right, second down and goal from the one-yard line for the Falcons' offense. We're tied at seven apiece. There's only 20 seconds left here in the second quarter. Jaron mentioned it earlier, and we'll mention it again. North Forney gets the ball to start the second half. So a touchdown here to go at 14-7 would be huge for the Falcons. Colby ran up under center the last play and tried to run a quarterback sneak. He's back to the line of scrimmage again. Takes the snap. They're pushing ahead. They're pushing ahead. He's across the goal line. He's got to be across. No signal yet. We haven't yet. called it yet. He had to get across, and they're going to say third down. I don't know. I don't agree with that, and I think Coach Jackson's pretty fired up about it too. I just don't agree with it. Well, from here, you can see Kobe's head going across the, the, the goal line. So North Forney's taking a timeout. We'll stay here for this one. Ten seconds left on the clock. The ball is inside the one-yard line. It's up at the half-yard line. It's third down, but really that doesn't matter because now North Forney's out of timeouts. The only way that would come into play is if they try to pass and it went incomplete. They could still come back and run a play as long as it didn't take 10 seconds to run that play. Coach That's Jackson expressing his concern to the officials, uh, rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, from up here, we we don't have the down the side or down the, the lot of scrimmage angle like those refs do, but from up here, it did look like the upper upper body portion of Kobe got past the goal line. I think if I think Earl, if he would have showed the ball at any point, I think he they would have had to give him the touchdown. I think he had it tucked away so they could never really see where the ball was. And I think just kind of the benefit of the doubt, they just said he didn't get it. But it looked from up here like he did. As we saw in the Cowboys last game, sometimes the, the view up top gives Where's you the a better cam? look. Yeah. That's what we need. We need the sky <laughs> cam. And the Poteet defense getting waving their oars in the air, trying to get the crowd, the Poteet crowd, the homecoming crowd, on their feet making some noise. Kobe comes back out onto the field. He'll line up in the shotgun formation with a bear. They're running back to his left. Now in motion. Kobe's going to roll it to his right. Keeps it. Cuts back across the field. He's got a touchdown. What a smart, instinctive play from Kobe. Read it perfectly. Rolled out to his right. Nothing was there. Took a couple of jab or a couple of side steps to his left. Saw the where the middle of the field was with no defensive guys there and scored a touchdown. Ran it in and scored a touchdown. You know, that first week where we started seeing him running a lot, I believe it was against Wiley East, we commented on his vision. And I tell you, that is another display that his vision 
is absolutely incredible. That could not have been any, any better drive from Colby Suits as the kick is up and no good. They're going to say this was no good. It did look like it clipped a little the wind marker. There's four seconds left here in the second quarter. We'll stay right here because I want to talk about that. Not only that touchdown, but that drive. What a drive. You know, because up until the last couple of minutes, we had a nothing-nothing game where defenses just kept stopping the offenses. And then all of a sudden we get a touchdown back and forth, and then we're facing a third and nine back in our own territory, around our own 30-yard line. Colby faces some pressure, is able to elude that pressure and scramble for a first down, get out of bounds. And then they had a couple of nice runs from Ribera, and then they get down inside the goal line. Or Before that, uh, Colby threw that strike down the left side of the field to Barclay Ford. He was double covered. There was about a, a two-foot window that Colby had to throw that pass. He fit in there on a rope. Barclay made a nice catch. That got, that got them down inside the 10-yard line to the six. And then a couple of plays later, Colby ran up. You know, they lined up in shotgun like, like he likes to do. Ran up and got underneath the center. Looked like he had a touchdown with a quarterback sneak. Poteet, smartly, from their sideline, called the timeout because they saw what was happening. And then it came down to where it was fourth or third and goal. And probably your last play here. Colby runs out to the right. It's covered. There's nothing there. He takes off. And I thought even when he took off, Jaron, that I was like, well, there's nothing there. Takes a couple of little side steps, stutter steps. And then right there in the middle of the field parted, he saw it. That's the, the great thing there is he saw that. Took it off up the middle of the, the field and scored a touchdown. It could not have been an any better drive for Colby Suits. Yeah, he did what leaders do. He put his, his teammates on his back. He made some big plays, and they're going in. It looks like they'll be going into the locker room with a six-point lead. Well, this is a bit of a bugaboo. I, you almost might be better just kicking the ball out of bounds at this point because they've had three returns Poteet has tonight where they've been down inside the 30-yard line. They're going to try an onside kick, and it's going to be recovered by Poteet at their own 48-yard line. And nothing ran off the clock on that. No, usually if they if they catch it and down it right there, they don't use they don't typically run any time off. So that means there's four seconds left. The uh, Poteet Pirates have the ball at their own 48-yard line. They're going – got the wind behind their back, what little maybe a five-mile-an-hour breeze, maybe a little less than that. So this will be the only play for Poteet. And they actually did take a second off the clock there. Okay. It's down to three seconds. Did, yeah. So Poteet will have time to run, looks like, one play here, barring a penalty. And uh, and North Forney hoping to go up and take a halftime lead of 13-7 into the locker room. Dale, Defense kind of playing back a little bit. They've got four defenders in an umbrella look all inside their own 35-yard line. Three down linemen, two linebackers. Dale drops back. He's looking, looking. He's going to air one out. Inside the 15, inside the 5, and it's knocked away by Christopher Lowe, and that will bring us to the end of the first half. And after one half of play, your North Forney Falcons lead the Poteet Pirates 13-7, and the Falcons will get the second half kickoff when we come back after the Forney Air Halftime Show and the Pride of Falcon Nation Band brought to you by Award Music. We'll hang around for just a few seconds and let them get out onto the field. Of course, once they're done with their presentation, we'll be back on here to – to talk about the first half. We'll highlight, get into some of the highlights and analysis of the first half, and then we'll jump into a little bit of a preview of what we might think will happen in the second half here, Jaron. And we'll see if we can't get some other district scores. Dallas Morning News, and they're, they like to make us pay for all that, and we, we're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to pay for all that, and they're not cheap. They're expensive. So we'll see if we can't rile up those scores from somewhere else and kind of look around the rest of the district, including the 40 Jackrabbits playing at home against Lucas Lovejoy. Of course, the text toy line is up and running. You can text some questions or comments in during halftime. We'll get to them at the start of the second half or during the halftime show. That number is 469-355-0362. 
And, of course, the Pride of Falcon Nation band is brought to you by Award Music. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. And they're on the sideline. I guess they're waiting maybe on those big black rolly signs to come out. Is that what we're waiting on here? Let's see here. Jerry's going to go ahead and run off and get some of the, the stats for us. He gets those from the guys at uh, the Forney Messenger. They're so gracious and kind to give us their stats that they keep up with through the first half and after the game. Uh, that really helps because we just – it's too fast-paced. North Forney is too fast-paced, and most of these teams are for us to try to keep up with the stats on our own. Uh, Forney is actually playing at Lovejoy, so nobody's at Citibank tonight. Hmm. Find that a little bit shocking. Of course, we will be also – actually, we'll be home next week against Roy City, and in two weeks we will be at Lucas Lovejoy to face the Leopards. And here comes the Pride of Falcon Nation band, once again brought to you by Award Music in Terrell. You can find them, call them at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. We will see you in a few minutes. Sit back and enjoy the pride of Falcon Nation Band.
Christ. They can hear us the whole time, so here we go. <laughs> All right, that was the North Forney Pride of Falcon Nation band presented to you by Award Music in Terrell. And once again, if you need any repairs, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. We will take a step away, and we'll be back in just a minute for the rest of the Forney Air Halftime Show. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Air Halftime Show. Of course, uh, if you're having any troubles with your heating or air conditioner, turn me back up just a little. There we go. All right. <laughs> if you're having any troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on Camp and Y True Texas Radio. Our score at halftime is the North Forney Falcons 13 and the Poteet Pirates 7. Of course, North Forney will get the kickoff to start the second half as well, and their, their offense started to show some signs of life. I do want to kind of go ahead and give a quick shout-out to Rich Smith, who's listening in a while, working on tax deadline. And I thank God I'm not working on a tax deadline right now on a Friday night. You ain't but, lying, brother. But we appreciate you, Rich, for tuning in and listening to us while you do that. We we feel we pray for you <laughs> that uh, you're having to deal with that, but at least you're getting to listen in to some North Forney Falcon football as they lead 13-7. to All right, Jaren, so you got some stats for us already? Are you still calculating all that up, finding all that up? I'm good. You know, right now I've got North Forney's added up. Big thanks to the guys with uh, Forney Messenger. They uh, help with stats, and uh, they do a great job. So uh, big thanks to those guys and letting us use those. Uh, Kobe Suits on the ground. He's got five rushing attempts for 22 yards in Ribera. Has 16 rushing attempts for 69 yards and a total for North Forney on the ground for 105 yards. And Kobe Suits through the air, 8 for 13, 83 yards, 
Receiving-wise, Barclay four, three receptions for 55 yards. So great night in the air. So he's making a huge impact defensively, but also making a huge impact offensively as well. So, and also receiving for the uh, Falcons. You got Jordan Carroll got reception for five yards. Of course, he had that big jet sweep, but that goes as a rushing, uh, a rushing attempt there. Jane Burrell's got two catches for 13 yards. Now, who who you're talking about had the big jet sweep, Jordan? Yeah, Jordan had one of them. They should have marked that down as a pass. Yeah, they they recorded as a they record the jet sweeps as rushes. The guys at Forty Messengers do. Oh, but, well, they're wrong. Well, <laughs> so in the that. statistics that I read, you know, <laughs> I can understand why they would want to, but technically, that technically, is a no, I got you, I got so you. Go. But yeah, I mean, it really counts as a run, but. Technically, realistically, it would go down. Sorry to interrupt you. Continue. That was wrong of me. Those guys at Forney Messenger are great. I don't want to they, – they give us stats. They're awesome at what they do outside of that too. So, I take it back. That was wrong of me to even interrupt. Continue. Pretend so, like I'm not even here. 84 yards through the air for uh, um, for the – or, yeah, 83, I guess, uh, yards through the air for the Falcons. So, again – um, not bad, but we, you know we have to to give it to both defenses. Really doing a great job in in slowing down these really prolific offenses for um, for both of these teams. Yeah, and you know, and it really took it took almost through most of the, the first half to get the offenses going. Uh, through the first quarter, we were scoreless. Through the first quarter and a half, we were scoreless. And about four and a half, five minutes left in the in the second quarter. North Forney finally punched in the touchdown. Uh, and then on the ensuing kickoff, of course, we had the, the first kickoff return went all the way down to the 30. And uh, they, they ruled him out there, but there was a there was offsetting penalties. They kicked it again. And for the third time in the game, Poteet ran the kickoff back and deep into North Forney territory. And that set up the Poteet touchdown that tied it back up at seven. And you're thinking, man, two, about two and a half minutes left. You know, both offenses just had finally had a spurt, but, you know, neither one could get anything going. He thought that's probably how we're going to end it. Well, man, what a huge drive by North 40 as they go down back down the field. Kobe had a couple of nice scrambles, had a couple of nice runs with Calvin, and they had Kobe also had the nice throw. Man, just thread the needle on a on a laser to Barclay Ford that got him down inside the 10-yard line. And then again, Kobe had a nice, another nice, beautiful play. He rolled out to the right. Look, he was looking for a pass in the end zone. It was all covered. And so he kind of you saw him kind of stutter, stutter, stutter. And then finally saw just a little crease back to the left, back to the middle of the field. Took off running, had some blocks set up, and scored a touchdown. And they, they did that with about four seconds left. And what a huge touchdown that was. No doubt. And so I've got some yard, some stats for Poteet totaled up here. Now, one thing I, I want to give credit to the North Forney defense have done is they've really contained Cam Lampkin, who came in as really kind of one of those wild card guys that has played some quarterback, played some H-back, played some receiver, kind of does a little bit of everything. But they've held him to negative two yards offensively. So I think they've really done a really good job at containing Cam Lampkin. Uh, Dale, he's got 35. Dalton Dale's got 35 rushing yards and 58 passing yards. And Seth McGowan's leading the way rushing um, besides Dale with 22 rushing yards for Poteet. So not a whole lot offensively for Poteet. So, um, you know, a lower statistical night really for both these offenses than what they're accustomed to. But I think that's just big-time credits to the defenses. You know, is we'll talk some more football here in just a second, but <laughs> can you tell me what they're trying to present on the field, Jerry? And you, you're a bigger of a band guy than I am. What's the story here? 
I don't know. I do know that Petit Band's historically a really good band, so I'm sure there's something that they're going for here. Uh, they were one of our band rivals when I was growing up. But, it, you know, um, you can't there's a lot of trees, so maybe that thing won't go as a tree because they got pictures of trees down there. Well, they got a picture of like a park with a bit long walkway with some beautiful trees and a chair in it. And then in the middle they've got just like some like cherry blossom trees it looks like on a poster. And then on the right side they got a big ballroom slash concert hall set up. Looks like something out of Beauty and the Beast. And I'm I don't usually give too much thought about the uh, band, but I'm intrigued as to what the story is here. It's anything's better than Highland Park two weeks ago where they literally performed a wedding ceremony as their halftime show. That was com that, that was extremely odd. You know, <laughs> like um, they had a big wedding cake. It yeah. had like it was really and uh, like dressed. Uh, you know, there was people in the wedding dress and all that stuff. Okay, now that's crazy. Okay, as we're saying that, Poteet rolls out a banner that says she said yes. So it looks like while Highland Park takes care of the ceremony, Poteet's taking care of the engagement. What's is there something I'm missing? Here? I don't know. Maybe I, you like know. do they get together like before the season starts? <laughs> and be like, hey, you know what would be great is if we did we just play this huge story of these two people's lives. We'll do the party, the engagement. You do the wedding ceremony next week at uh, when Lovejoy comes to us. We're gonna get the divorce, or maybe we're gonna have the kid, and then against Roy City, we'll have the divorce. We'll skip the honeymoon all together, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. That's the honeymoon we probably don't need to see <laughs> on a, as a performance. Uh, okay, well, let, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a quick break, and we'll come back here and uh, finish up the Forney Air halftime show, and we'll get you set for the kickoff of the set for the second half as North Forney leads Poteet 13 to 7. You're listening to the Forney Air halftime show on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, and the Poteet Band is wrapping up their performance and whatever Whatever story that was, I'm still not sure. I mean, I guess it was an engagement and a happy ever after. 
after <laughs> this is so funny though, because two weeks ago the last game at Highland Park they had a wedding ceremony, like getting married as the band as the presentation, not like real life people getting married, but that was the present that was the show was people getting married like that for whatever yeah. reason that's what they chose to go with, and then here they have an engagement like happy ever after, and uh, very sweet. Very, yeah, very, very I don't sweet. know. Like I said, next week we're gonna have like here's the baby or. Or maybe they might just go ahead and skip to the divorce part. We'll have that probably at some point. So, I mean, that's the rest of the story. You know, I hate to be dark, but it's just the way it goes. Uh, you know, I was talking to somebody, texting somebody while we were in commercial break, and they were telling me that actually they actually talked to Coach Jackson earlier this morning. They had something that they, they were they were doing with him this morning, and uh, Coach Jackson was you know telling them, hey, we're going to run some guys out there on defense that usually play offense. You know, talking about Barclay Ford, talking about Jordan Carroll. And that uh, they wanted to still make sure they ran the ball to really try to eat up some of that clock to help those guys out that played both sides. You know, I think a lot of that really goes back to Jordan Carroll, although he's probably in great shape, much better shape than I am, obviously. That, uh, you know, Jordan's a lot is their big play deep down the field threat. And if he's playing both ways, that can be exhausting running up and down the field, especially if you're having to cover that defensively playing cornerback too. And, you know, and then Barclay running across the middle of the field a bunch as a receiver and then expending a lot of effort as a defensive end, which he's been fantastic at tonight. So I think it's been smart on Coach Jackson's part to still stay with the run game, even though at times it, it hasn't been success, success, successful. You know, sometimes that uh, Rivera's he's ran into the back of the line of scrimmage, you know, right to the back of his offensive line, and the line of scrimmage has been stuffed. But they've had opportunities with the run game. They've broken some five, six, seven, eight-yard gains at times. They've done just enough with the run game to where they can continue to use it. And I would imagine they, they, they keep with that in the second half. But at some point, I know Coach Jackson, I know Kobe, that offense is going to want to take a couple big shots down the field. Oh, I agree with you. And I'm going to get back to that because i got some thoughts on that. But I think I've solved one of your, uh, your quandaries. Their banner on their drum major podium says, Life in Reverse. So they were stepping back. They were going backwards in someone's life. They went from the, you know. So I want, what was the first one then, I wonder? I, I don't know. So Oh, I guess getting married, but that's a weird So poster. maybe maybe the next show we'll see is like preschool or something like that or, or school, you know. I don't know. Graduation. But graduation, yeah. yeah. So anyways, but back to what you were saying. But what was interesting two weeks ago against Highland Park is uh, you saw the offense really take some shots downfield the first half. Then they came back the second half and really tried to keep things on the ground eat up some of that clock. So they've kind of reversed things a little bit so far tonight. They've really ebbed the clock, kept things on the ground the first half. So it will be interesting to see, do they come out firing all cylinders, you know, like that North Forney offense that we're, tip, we're, you know, we're accustomed to seeing? Or are they going to stay with a, a heavy ground attack to keep those guys fresh on defense? It'll be interesting to see the play calling. Now we did mention, or we haven't mentioned yet any of the uh, other district scores. We do have a couple of those. Uh, over in Lovejoy, we talked about that's where Forney was playing, the Jackrabbits over in Lovejoy. They trail the Lovejoy Leopards at halftime, 42-8. to So Forney getting a whooping put on them over in Lovejoy. Man, that's just shocking. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think a whole lot of Lovejoy. Obviously, you know, Forney just hasn't had a very good year. Man, just taking a beating from Lovejoy and from a team that I don't think is very good. And then uh, also at halftime – over in Highland Park, it's the Highland Park Scots 21, the West Mesquite Wranglers only three. I was, trying to, I was telling you earlier, I was like, man, that, I heard somebody talking about it in the elevator, uh, out in front of the elevator on the first floor about that game. And I was like, ooh, that sounds like a really good game. That sounds fun. 
I think, so. yeah, yeah, well, I was talking to Stephen Carroll earlier in the week, and he said, you know, that was going to be a big um, thing that, that we could really learn a lot about West Mesquite, you know, in that game. You know, and, and now it's 21-10, 21-10 over there now. You know, they have a, they're known for their defense. they got some big-time guys on defense. You know, now Highland Park scored 21 points on them, but again, that is a, a very good Highland Park offense. You know, so you know, I'm really excited to see this North Forney offense against that West Mesquite defense in a few weeks. I think that's going to be a big time, a big time game, especially if the Falcons go on to win tonight. Um, you know, as as we hope they do, then they got Lovejoy and Roy City next week, then Lovejoy the next week. Hopefully, two wins out of that. Then that could have some. That West Mesquite game could have some huge implications. You know, it's we can always, you know, as broadcasters, as fans, we like to kind of play the, the numbers game where we say, okay, well, this team beat such and such forty to yeah. twenty, and then that team beat the other team thirty to ten, so that means we should beat them. You know, and it's <laughs> yeah. you can't ever do it like that. You know, but when you look at it, when you see West Mesquite struggling to move the ball against Highland Park, and you're like, hey, we can move the ball so easily against Highland Park, you know, and that's. Man, I, and then you see what North Forney's doing tonight against a Poteet, and it's just such a – it's hard for me to express it to you, Jeremy, because you just weren't here last year. But, you know, I remember playing Poteet at home last year, and, you know, at halftime it was 13, like 13 to nothing, something like that, just because North Forney just couldn't move the ball. Their defense played their hearts out. Uh, they just – you, but you knew pretty early on what the result was going to be, and it was going to be over and done with before you got to get excited. And just to see how the team plays, how hard they play, how, how – how well they play at times and how well they're coached and to see them leading Poteet at Mesquite 13 to seven at halftime. We still got a half to go and that's a long way in a football game, but it, it's just, it's refreshing to see. You know, when we were talking to those guys on Monday in our soul men's barbecue, uh, Falcon spirit night there at soul men's barbecue on Monday nights, we were talking to Derek Holt, you know, and we were asking him, so what are you guys thinking against Poteet, you know, and, and that, those kind of things. And Derek said, you know, he goes, Nameless, faceless opponent. He said, you know, we, we, we try not to get too hopped up on, on who it is. But uh, talking to those guys, they said, but this is a big statement game for us. You know, this is, a you know, with the history there with Coach Jackson, used to coach at Petit and all this stuff, you know, this would really solidify us as a district competitor. Well, we are ready for the second half kickoff. Petit will be kicking off from left to right which means North Forney, who are in their white jerseys with the blue shoulder pads. I never did say that earlier with the blue numbers and blue pants. They will be going from right to left. This one's going to be kicked off, and it's going to be received inside the five-yard line. Looks like Corey Johnson outside the 10, outside the 20. Cuts back. He's got some room up the middle of the field. Now he's accelerating across the 40, the 50, wrapped up and taken down, but he does get into Poteet territory, and North Forney has a big return of their own all the way out into Poteet territory. They're going to mark him out at the 45-yard line. Great run there by Corey Johnson. He's a great special teams player. He comes in and plays some other spots for the Falcons. Really good job there and uh, puts the, the Falcon offense in a really good position. And we'll see. We were talking about a while ago. You know, will they go for something real quick or will they stay on the ground? It's going to be interesting to see. Of course, our Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line is open, 469-355-0362. Feel free to text in questions, comments. Kobe rolls out. Oh, he throws it, and it's right off the hands of Corey Mayfield Jr., and he was wide open for a first down, and it just bounced off his hands, Jared. Yeah, you know, and that happens. You know, you know, the best of receivers have those things happen. So It looked like he started to turn his head, too, and just take off upfield. Man, that was going to be a big play. Second down and 10 now for the Falcons. Ball on the Poteet 45-yard line. 
Kobe hands it off to Nate Miller, who's in the game. Spins away from a tackle across the 40-yard line. And it looked like there was a fumble on the plate. I think there was a fumble, and it's going to be picked up by the Pirates and a turnover from North Forney. Nate Miller puts the ball on the ground, and Coach Jackson is not happy. Wow, Nate Miller getting kind of getting the start, or at least the second play, instead of Calvin Rivera. And I'm not sure he's going to get much, much room to run or much opportunity to run after that. What a big, what a stab right there because it was going to be a big play, you know, at least five or six yards out of it, setting you up for a third and manageable in Poteet territory. But now Poteet has the ball. Decent field position. So this is going to be where you're really going to want your defense to crack down as they've done so far all, you know, throughout the whole game. Receiver in motion from left to right. Dalton Dell fakes it to him and then keeps it up the middle. He's met by Barclay Ford after a gain of three. Great job there by Barclay Ford not getting fooled by that fake handoff there. It looked like they had some kind of like a jet sweep going on, but Dale kept it. Barclay Ford wasn't fooled and was able to make a stop and, and contain Dale to only about two-yard pickup. Man, what a what a difference maker Barclay has been coming in and playing that defensive end position in that 4-3 alignment that, that North Foreign is running. Second down and seven. Dale takes the snap. He's going to hand – no, fakes the handoff, throws it, and another nice play by Derek Holt. Another, just like Hogwood in the in the first half, the, the pass was there and it was about to be caught, and Derek Holt meets him at the right time, hits the receiver and dislodges the ball. Another great defensive play from a secondary player from North Forney, and that brings up third and seven. And that receiver for Petit, I think he was extremely surprised that Derek Holt was able to close in that quickly on that. That's a really, really good play. Man, what a stain this could be here for the North Forney defense after they got thrown thrust out there. After the turnover from Nate Miller, if they can hold the Pirates here and make them punt. Third and seven. Ball on their own 42-yard line for the Pirates. Dale in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Rolls out to his left. He's looking downfield. Turns, throws. It's complete for a first down. And I thought we had a late hit, but there's not going to be a flag thrown. But that's enough for a first down for Poteet and a big third down conversion for the Pirates. It's a simple play. You know, nothing too elaborate. Just enough to kind of get, to pick up that first down and extend the drive here. First and 10 now on the Falcon 48-yard line. 13 to 7 to score the Falcons lead. They had the second half kickoff, but they turned it over after a big return from Corey Johnson. 10 and a half to play here in the third quarter. Poteet now in Falcon territory. Dale fakes the handoff, throws out. It's complete. Across the 45, inside the 40-yard line. De La Haas wraps him up inside the 35, and there the ball's loose, but uh, I think they're going to call him down in forward progress. Stopped at the 35-yard line. North Forney almost got themselves a turnover there. But it is now a first down for Poteet as they continue to drive into Falcon territory. Just a well-executed screenplay, something that Poteet's done you know, several times tonight, and they've done it quite well. The receiver that blocks there has done a really good job tonight on executing that. First and 10 from the 35 for Poteet. 10 minutes to play in the third quarter. In the shotgun for Dale. He's got McGowan as the running back to his left. Two receivers to the left and two to the right. Now the right re receiver comes in motion. Dale takes the snap. He looks his way to the left. Now he's going to come back this way. He throws an interception to Barclay Ford. Trying to set up a screenplay, and he threw it right to Barclay. And Barclay said, thank you, Mr. Dale. I'll take it. And by the way, I'm also a receiver, so I know how to catch the ball. <laughs> oh, if that was the wrong person to throw it to, I don't know who was. <laughs> I'll tell you. And wow. The, and the jerseys aren't even similar colors. So. <laughs> and, he, 
And it's not like he was being rushed and had to force a throw real quick. He sat there, rolled out, was looking, was looking, was looking. And then Barkley was the only one there, and he threw it right to him. I think Barkley has solidified his spot on that defensive yeah, line. Yeah, Barkley I'm better be comfortable playing some defensive end because that, man, he's been, he's like I said, just been a difference maker. And the Falcons force another turnover, and they start their offensive possession right at midfield. Colby in the offense back out there. Of course, Rivera, the running back, and not Nate Miller. In motion comes Corey Mayfield Jr. from left to right on the jet sweep. He's got the 45, trying to get to the 40, gets sl slammed out of bounds all the way to the bleachers. Almost crawls up in the bleachers, it looks yeah. like. But he's out near a first down. He's probably about two yards short of the first down. Yeah, they're going to give him the 42. Brings up second down and two now. We haven't seen the Falcon offense quite as quick. You know, they haven't been as up-tempo tonight. And they, someone calls a timeout. Well, actually, no, there's an injury timeout on the field. You got some – looks like a potee player perhaps. Yeah, I'm trying to find him. Is it the guy that's near the 37? You know what? Let's just take a quick break. We'll be back here. Uh, we got 9.35 remaining in the third quarter. North Forney leads 13-7 over Poteet with North Forney driving. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. Player for Poteet was number nine, Kari Andrews Jr. See, so he walks off the field very slowly, but under his own power. And you know what? I think somebody from the North Forney sideline is injured too. Yeah, there are. I can't tell. It may be one of the coaches, one of the trainers. It's a very on the far side of the field, and I can't see. It was because the whole the players went tackle. They got tackled out of bounds. Did Corey Mayfield Jr. and uh, and it kind of just took out a couple of different people over there. And we did have a Poteet player down on the field. But then we also had somebody down over there, and I, I just can't see. There's too many people around. It's too far away to see if it's a player or a coach or a cheerleader or a trainer. But whoever it is, they did get up because they did cheer for him, and it looks like they're on the bench on that far side. So that will bring up second down and two for the Falcon offense. 9.35 to play in the third quarter. North Forney had the first possession in the second half, had a first down, and then turned it over or had a nice uh, – Nice return to start the second half, all the way into Poteet territory, but then Nate Miller fumbled, gave the ball to Poteet at the 40-yard line. But then North Forney was able to turn around and get an interception for Barclay Fort. Colby fakes the handoff. He's looking nice at this roll out to his right. Looks downfield, throws it to Jordan Carroll. It's complete, but it looks like Jordan Carroll stepped out of bounds and came back in was the first one to touch it, and that's going to be a penalty on the Falcons, and that's an unfortunate break. Because it's extremely athletic play there by Jordan Carroll to go up and grab that. It was a nice play. He kind of looked. He either got forced out or just ran out of bounds at one point. The hats are off on the, the the referees on that side, so that means that he was out of bounds. But that'll be illegal touching. And so what was a second and two, and now now it's a loss of down makes it third down. I don't know if it's gonna be third down and seven or third and twelve. We'll see if that's a five or ten yard penalty. Actually, they're just going to give it a loss of down. Right. 
So they'll keep it at a third and two. Colby in the shotgun. He's got Ribera as the running back to his left and H back in the, uh, to the left side of the formation as well. Now Jordan Carroll comes in motion from right to left. They're going to fake it to him. Hand it off to Ribera. He's got some room to run. Score it to cost the 30. Still on his feet. Trying to get brought down from behind and finally does inside the 15-yard line. All the way down to the 13. And a nice play design. That's worked a few times for the Falcons tonight. Bringing that player in motion on the jet sweep. Faking it to him and then shooting up the middle with the running back. Back to the line of scrimmage quickly. They give it to Ribera. Across the line of scrimmage. Puts his head down. Spins away from the defender. Pulls a couple more inside the five. All the way down to the three. And they didn't even have the chains set up yet. They had the, the down marker was there. The chains weren't set up yet before North 40 already started running that play. Now they're bringing that up tempo back that we're used to seeing. First and goal from the three-yard line for the Falcons. A touchdown here would be huge. Kobe in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Hands it off to Ribera. Puts his head down. Pushing it along the goal line. He's got a touchdown and the Falcons are up. 19-7 with 8.37 to play in the third quarter. I think that's huge. This is a huge score going up two scores against Poteet here, especially with that opening drive turnover. This is a really, really, really big, big play, really big score here for the Falcons. And it looks like they're going to keep their offense out on the field to go for two here. Of course, they missed the extra point after their second touchdown right before the end of the first half. And so they're going to keep their offense out there and go for it. Under 15 seconds left on the play clock. Colby in the shotgun. He's got Ribera to his right. Colby will take the snap. Rolls right. Now throws back left to Barclay. And it's off of one hand just a bit high. And it was well defended. So the two-point conversion is no good. But the Falcons still do lead 19-7 with 8.37 to play in quarter number three. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, 8.37 to play in the third quarter. North Forney with another touchdown. They go up 19-7. We're live from Mesquite Memorial Stadium. A rushing touchdown there by Calvin Rivera. And, of course, over in Highland Park, the Scots lead 38-10. to 10. This one's picked up on the return by Cam Lampkin. Cuts it up the middle of the field, and again, he's got room to run. Another gashing return. Still on his feet at the 50, inside the 40, inside the 30. Still on his feet, and he's going to score a touchdown, just like last year at Memorial Stadium after a big touchdown from the Falcons. A kick return for a touchdown from Poteet, and no flags this time. This is a problem for the Falcons. 
It's been a problem all, all night long. They've had they've given up big returns every time they kick the ball down the field. And Cam Lampkin and DeMichael Smith, those two guys have been awesome at returning it, mainly Cam Lampkin. And this time, finally, he goes all the way. He's had a couple big returns, but this one goes all the way. Well, that, that hurts, too. They've contained him offensively, but it's on the special teams on these returns where he's really making his mark on the game tonight. And it's just a shame because your defense has played so well, but yet you still give up points. And not really the first touchdown came because of a, a big return that set him up inside the 30-yard line. The extra point is up and good, so now that makes it with only 8.22 to play in the third quarter. North 40, 19, and Poteet 14. This is still a tight game. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. North Forney getting ready to receive this kickoff after the Cam Lampkin kickoff return for a touchdown, which has caused North Forney problems all night long. This one's going to be fielded at the 10-yard line by Casey Cornelius, try to spin away from a defender, but there were a couple more there waiting at him at the 15. I think that's what North Forney would like to do to Cam Lampkin, but the special team, the kick return unit for Poteet tonight has just been amazing. Every time they've fielded a kick down the field, they've returned it for a big gain, and finally they were able to take one all the way to the house. And it's kind of a gut punch. Your defense has played so well. Your offense just went down and scored another touchdown to go up two big scores, and they cut it back to a five-point gain. The Falcons 19, Pirates 14, 8 17 to play in the third quarter. First half took a long time for the players to get, or for the offenses to get going. They finally scored a couple minutes left in the uh, in the first half. And now here in the second half, it's points are starting to get put up on the board here pretty pretty quickly. You know, Poteet's special teams is really what's kept them in the game, especially points on the board wise. Nate Miller's back in the game, takes the handoff, spins away, keeps his head down. He's able to gain a couple yards, does hold on to the ball this time. And Calvary Bear is going to go ahead and come back into the game. Brings up second down and seven, a gain of three on the play, out to the 18-yard line. Colby in the shotgun, three receivers to the right and one to the left. Takes the snap. He's going to keep it this time, breaks a tackle across the 20, cuts up the field, the 25 out to the 30-yard line. A nice broken tackle by Colby to, to make something out of that because it looked like it was going to go for no gain. You know, he, he was really good at, at slipping tackles and breaking tackles, too. You know, uh, you know he doesn't strike you as someone that's real slippery, but he's really good at eluding those. You know, Will texted in and brought up a good point that if, if North Florida was just onside kicking every time like they used to, it would be better field position than giving Devotee what they have. Kobe's trying to bounce this one to the outside, and he's maybe going to get a yard as he gets out to the 31. 
Poteet did a good job of stretching that one out. You know, and we may see that. You know, if North Forney goes down and scores again, you know, talking to the coaches, you know, they that's still in their, you know, in their repertoire. I think we are. I mean, that's at some point you just have to say enough's enough because they've had big returns every time and they finally scored one on you. You just can't keep doing that. Colby in the shotgun, a second down and eight. He's going to roll out to his route. Now he's going to take it upfield. Pulling a defender with him. Gets brought down at the 35-yard line. Gain a three on the play. And it brings up third and five for the Falcon offense at their own 35. And we were talking about a while ago saying how hard it is to predict this play calling for this North 40 offense. These, big kudos to these coaches. They do a really good job, I think, at keeping defenses on their toes. Colby in the shotgun as he faces a third and five. Three receivers to the left and one to the right. Ribera's the running back to his left in the shotgun. Kobe takes it, looks, throws, and it's behind. Jane Brawl, but a late hit. And there's – okay, finally they throw a flag. Thank goodness. I was about to say, the ball was incomplete for a good second or two, and then the defender came up and just leveled Jaden. Jaden's still slow to get up as he's got his hands – he's on his hands and knees near the middle of the field with, the, with his helmet off. And I think also he, he extended his arms to me, so that's what shows the intent is the defender came in and extended his arms as he made contact. If it was just, a, you know, just running to the guy, you know, you don't Maybe extend the arms. Maybe try to hold him or something like yeah, that too. But, but yeah, but when you extend right. the arms, you know, that shows to me there was some malicious intent there. Well, it's unfortunate that Jaden took that hit like he did and was slow to get up, but it does bail out the North Forney offense, and they catch a break here because that was going to be fourth and five, and they're going to have to punt from their own in the field. But – They'll keep the ball here and get 15 yards in a first down out of it. So it's a 15-yard penalty from the previous spot, which was the 35, so they'll move that out right at midfield now. The Poteet fans don't like it, but uh, there's really no way you can argue it. It was pretty late and pretty malicious as well. You know, those things happen, but, again, I think it's how you handle it and how you, as you make contact, what you do with it. Let's see if the Falcons can – Get something out of it. A receiver from right to left. They're going to hand it off up the middle to Ribera. And again, a big chunk on this play. He's still on his feet. Pushing ahead across the 40-yard line. Still got defenders. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There was seven Pirates that had to bring down. That had seven of them had to bring down Ribera. And then at the very end of that play, a Poteet player came out with the ball. And a North Forney guy tackled him, and there was flags on the play. And I think what happened here is the North Forney player thought that they had picked up a fumble. The Poteet guy picked up a fumble and was tackling him. And I think they had just ruled the play dead. And so they threw flags thinking it's a late hit. I'll be curious to see if the, if the refs maybe pick this flag up because of that. I hope so, because if not, it's probably going to be on the, on the Falcons. And then a lot of Poteet guys, of course, saying that it's Poteet ball. But I'm with you. I think the play was whistled dead. The play was whistled dead, so it won't be a fumble. But they threw the flags on the North, North Forney offensive player because he tackled the Poteet guy who had the ball at the end of the play. And I think the, the North Forney guy thought that he had picked up a fumble and, you know, was just tackling him. But they threw the flag for a late hit. But let's see if they maybe just pick it up because of the intent was, a, you know, thought it was a fumble, picked it up, and he just didn't hear the whistles or something. We'll see. Hopefully that's the case. I think it should be a first down either way because it's past the first down marker. So it would be after the play. If they do indeed rule that it was forward progress stopped and no fumble, which I'm pretty sure they, that's what they're ruling there on that. Again, big, big kudos to Calvin Ribeiro. You know, he was covering, I think, probably about seven guys, like you said, on his back. So the ball is marked at the Poteet 38-yard line. 
North Forney's offense is still out there. Poteet's defense is still out there. So, oh. Okay, so here's what they're going to do here. After the play was over, they're going to give a sportsmanlike conduct to Poteet, number nine on Poteet, and it looked like number 86 on North Forney. So they're going to offset, so it'll be first down from the 38. I don't know. I think, honestly, you probably just pick up the flag there, but I think it's kind of the same thing. I think they just didn't want to call a penalty in one way or the other. They hand it off to Rivera, still on his feet. He gets met in the backfield. He's going to push ahead back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard, but that was really had nothing going from the, the beginning. But, again, against most running backs, you know, they would uh, that would be negative yards. But Calvin Rivera just never gives up, always that second and third effort. He was able to get a little bit of positive yards out of that. Under six and a half to play in the third quarter. It's 19-14, North 40. Kobe hands it off to Rivera. He gets spilled at the 35-yard line, a gain of just two, and that's going to bring up third and seven for the Falcons at the Poteet 35. And the Falcons not testing a lot downfield, but – you know, again, Poteet has some real high-quality safeties down there. Kobe again hands the ball off to Rivera. He's trying to get the first down, falls ahead near it. He looks like he's going to be a half yard, maybe a yard short. He gets down to the 29. He needed the 28. And another Poteet defender is slow to get up, so we'll get whistles for that. So let's go ahead and take a step away. When we come back, the North Forney offense will face a fourth and one from the Poteet 29. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons. All right, big fourth and one for the Falcons. Colby in the shotgun from Poteet's 29. They hand it off to Robert. He's got the first. He's crashing through the line of scrimmage. He's got the 10, the five. Turn out, race the defender. He gets into the end zone. Touchdown, North Florida, fourth and one. No flags on the play. Clean play. And I tell you, great job there by the Falcons. Wow, what a big play. And another Poteet defender's down in the far corner of the end zone as he tried to take down Calvin Rivera. And not many times are you going to take down Calvin Rivera and not feel the brunt of it. Coach Jackson, I tell you, he was animated there on the sideline. I don't know in a positive or a negative line, but he was pumped up. He's come all the way out near the numbers on the field, but all the way down to the 15, still making his way. And now, I think he's, now he's kind of more barking out. Looks like it is offense for some reason. Uh, but, man, what a big, big fourth down conversion. Not only fourth down conversion, but a fourth down touchdown. From their own, from the Poteet 29-yard line, they needed a yard. They give it to Rivera. He breaks it all the way to the end zone. And now it's 25-14. Falcons on top with 5.33 to play in the third quarter. And we've still got a Poteet player down in the corner of the end zone. Why don't we get a chance to take a step away? We'll be right back here for the extra point or maybe the two-point conversion from the Falcons offense. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! 
Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. So after the Kevin Rivera rushing touchdown for the Falcons, it puts them up 25 to 14 with 5:33 to play in the third. Kobe and the offense looks like they're going to go for two here. They missed an extra point right before the end of the first half, and then on their last touchdown here in the, the beginning of the second half, uh, their two-point conversion failed. Uh, now it looks like actually Kobe's just going to drop back and he's going to set up to hold for the extra point attempt, the kick. The hold is down. The snap is the snap's good. The hold's down. The kick is up and also good. So the Falcons lead 26 to 14 with five, a little over five and a half to play in the third quarter. We'll take a step away. We'll be right back. You're listening to KFY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. And the Falcons try an onside kick to the right side of the field, and Poteet lets it go by them and out of bounds. And as bad as that might look, it's actually better than any other kickoff the Falcons have had tonight because it didn't get returned all the way down to the 30 or for a touchdown. Especially with the defense. And playing as well as they've been playing tonight. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's kind of the key now is that you just don't want to give up. You don't want Poteet to start inside the 30. Instead of, you know, I wouldn't mind them starting at midfield or back at this point, and that's, they'll start at their own 48. You know, just contain the big plays. You know, don't let any big plays happen. You know, if they enter out, you know, get some six, seven-yard gains, that's okay. Just no big plays. And the 4-3 defense. Dalton Dell takes a snap, and he pitches out to the left. McGowan trying to get to the outside, puts a stiff arm on, but a nice tackle by Derek Holt. And they're going to get a gain of maybe two out of that as he gets spilled out of bounds. Ted, these DBs for North Forney have just played exceptional tonight. They've done a really, really good job and really contained some outside things, which they've struggled with at different points in the season. Just did an incredible job tonight. And that was Holt. We got to talk to him past Monday night at Soul Man's Barbecue for Falcon Spirit Night. And he just doesn't – he's a pretty slender guy, not real big, not real sturdy, but, man, does he – can he play some football? Dale trying to get the Falcons to jump off sides. Now he'll look over to the sideline and change the call. Three receivers to the left and one to the right. Ball's on the right hash. McGowan is the running back to Dale's left. Dale looking for the snap. He'll get it. 
He slowly and delayed gets the handoff to McGowan. Willie Thomas comes up, puts a big hit on him. And spills him back after a gain of two. That looked like it might be a bigger run for McGowan, but then Willie Thomas came out of nowhere. Well, right before the snap, a couple of coaching staff for the Falcons were running down to the official, and along with Coach Jackson as well. I'm not sure what, if they were trying to call a timeout or, or what. Well, they almost got North 40 to jump, so I wonder if maybe the coaches were thinking, hey, maybe somebody from Poteet jumped. Yeah. But regardless, no flag, no whistles, third down and six. Dalton drops back. He's looking, he's looking, he's being pressured. He's going to be dropped and taken down. Is that our boy Cliff Funderburk? It sure is. Not only can he freestyle, but he can also sack <laughs> the quarterback, baby. I tell you, you know, and uh, now we've definitely got to get a freestyle out of him. I've know, been waiting point. to use that line all night long. <laughs> I just didn't wait for Cliff to make a big play, buddy. Come man, on. I'll tell you, a great young man. Enjoyed talking to him on Monday night at our Falcon Spirit night, but great big play there. Big, 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 big time momentum shifter there. A loss of almost 10 on the play drops Poteet all the way back to the, their own 44, and they're going to be forced to at least bring out the punt team if they don't try to try to run something from it. Uh, they're running a player out there late for Poteet as well, and there's under five seconds left. They're either going to have to burn a timeout or they're going to take a delay a game. Well, they get the snap. Oh, it's a high snap. It goes over the punter's head. Somebody was holding Willie Thomas, and now the, the punter's just going to get on top of it. He might have had time to turn around and pick it up and punt something away. Or throw it away even, maybe. But he didn't. I don't think he realized he had that much time as nobody from North Forney was back there near him, but he just slid on top of the ball. So what that means, Jaron, is that North Forney gets the ball at the 11-yard line. Big time hold there keeping – because Willie Thomas, was he, he was getting down there. And I think he could have really – Somebody held him, too. That's what, big time hold. And they didn't call big it. Big time hold. And luckily, I mean, it really got back to where it probably would have been anyways had he even not got held. But, man, what a chance here for North Forney. If they can get big a touchdown time. here. Big time. It really puts the onus on Poteet. Colby in the shotgun. They're going to mark it at the 12-yard line. That's where North Forney will start. He hands it off to Rivera. He's met in the backfield and dropped immediately. He might have got back to the line of scrimmage, and they're going to say he lost a yard. You know, and I don't know. I'd kind of like to see, you know, obviously coaches know a whole lot better than me, but, I mean, go to one of those outside guys. You know, those. Let's, uh, let's see if they don't maybe try that, that play action where they, they slip court down the middle of the field here from the H-back. Maybe so. It's about that same spot on the field where they did it to Highland Park. You know, he's going to fake the handoff. He's looking. He's going to throw. And it's just a bit low out of the out of the reach of Jaden Barral, and that will bring up third down and 11 now from the 14-yard line. That wasn't a bad play call at all. I thought that was very good. Just, uh, just couldn't quite come down with it, but uh, you had it. Now with third and 11, it probably takes your play action out of it. You might still run it, but it loses, it, loses its effect. In the shotgun is Colby. He's going to move Rivera from his right to his left. Two receivers to the right and one to the left side now. Colby takes the snap, draws back, looks, throws left to Corey Mayfield. It's incomplete. And it's just out in front of Corey. And it went off the hands of the defender. That'll bring up fourth down and 11. Let's see if North Forney maybe wanted to bring the, the kicking team out or they try to go for it here. They're, it's a long fourth down. you got to get inside the three-yard line, it looks like, to get a first. But they're going to stay out on the field and go for it. About 12, another three would make it to where you'd have to at least go for a two-point conversion one time if you're Poteet. Colby in the shotgun looking for the snap. Now he's going to look over to the sideline. He's got 15 seconds on the play clock, 2.47 to play in the third. North Forney leads 26-14. to 14. They're knocking on the door with the fourth and 11 from the 14. Colby drops back. He's looking, looking, throws. Got Carroll, and it's just too high. Oh, the normally perfect Colby, and you can see it too. He's, he's been over. Flag he got on a flag the on the play. A late flag right in the middle of the field where the line of scrimmage was. Poteet doesn't look happy about it. 
Oh, if that's a penalty on Poteet, they're going to be kicking themselves, and I think it is. They're, they're reacting like it is. Colby's really upset because he had Jordan on that, that slant inside the goal line in the end zone and just threw it just a bit too high. Jordan, he reached as far as he could and just couldn't bring it the in. The ball sailed just a little bit. It looks like the ball just kind of had an elevate on it, you know, just kind of rose just a little bit at the end. Um, very hard throwing ball as a bullet. Um, if this if this penalty is on North 40, it's a it will be a turn of rundowns. If it's on Poteet, it should be an automatic first, I would imagine. Oh, it's an unsportsmanlike conduct against Poteet, so definitely an automatic first and half the distance to the goal. Oh, and the player's been taken out. Because I believe that was his second of the game. I don't know exactly what the call was for. He was talking about I just can't hear. He's not loud enough for us to make out what he was saying. Oh, so they're going to say it's after the play, so the ball does get turned over on downs. And then they're going to – so Poteet takes over, and then they're going to be backed up half the distance to the goal. So not quite the break that North Forney was hoping for with that flag. That player was number nine, Kari, Kari Andrews Jr., who uh, who's a, kind of a big cog in their, on their defensive line. So he's out the rest of the game. He's been thrown out. And Poteet will take over after the turnover on downs from North 40. And they will start at their own six-yard line, it looks like. Backed up all the way in their own territory. North, North 40's defense has been stellar. And it's the first time we've said that in a long time. Dale in at quarterback in the shotgun. Turns and hands it to McGowan. McGowan trying to cut the field in. Willie Thomas is there to meet him right at the line of scrimmage. He ain't going nowhere, McGowan. A host of goons there just made McGowan feel every bit of that. A really good job. And I tell you, we can't talk about enough the adjustments this defense has made tonight. This coaching staff, this the defensive personnel, the players there, incredible, incredible job. You know, it's just such a – so a night and day difference from the last couple of weeks just because they were getting gouged in the run game play after play after play, and tonight it's been the opposite. And just Potita just had the toughest time getting anything going. Dell takes a snap. He's going to run to his left, takes the direct snap himself, keeps it up the field. He's got some room to run. He's going to have a first down all the way out near the 20-yard line. A nice tough run there from Dale. Cut it up right at the, nice, right at the right time and got enough for a first down. Dale's really the only one that's had any success rushing the ball against – the Falcon defense just on those option plays, those run pass options, has been able to do that. Um, everybody else has really been kept contained. First and 10 now, ball on the 19-yard line for Poteet. A minute and 35 to play in the third quarter. Falcons lead 26 to 14. Dale in the shotgun, McGowan to his right. He's got three receivers to the right and a tight end on the right side of the field. Or the left side. Now he's going to roll out to his right. He's looking, looking, still rolling, still rolling. Now throws back in the middle of the field. It's complete at the 35. Making a move is Cam Lampkin near the 40-yard line, and he's going to get taken and wrapped up and slung out of bounds. But that's definitely a first down all the way out to the 39-yard line. And another rollout to one side of the field and a dangerous throw back across the middle in traffic. But both times that Dale has done that, he's completed the pass to the receiver for a big play. Under a minute 15 to play in the third quarter. They're going to mark him at the 40-yard line. First and 10 there for the Pirates. Dale in the shotgun. He's got two receivers to the left, a tight end on the left side, and a receiver to the right. McGowan's the running back to Dale's right in the shotgun. Dale take, reaches over to his left to take the snap. He's going to keep it himself, cut up the middle of the field. Barclay Ford is there, and guess who? Willie Thomas. And those Wait, are if two. that's a run play, <laughs> Willie Thomas is going to be on the other end of it for sure. And those are two guys, I'm telling you, I don't know if I'd ever enjoy getting smothered by those two guys. Man, that, that's true. That's probably the two of the strongest guys 
on the team, and they're both converging on you. There was a gain of two on the play. Brings up second down and eight at the Poteet 42-yard line. And Dale, very athletic young guy, but again, only 5'10", about 180. So about triple his weight on top of him there. With the 20 seconds left here in the third quarter, this could be the last play before we head to the fourth. Dale in the shotgun. Two receivers to his left. He'll take the snap, fakes, now throws right. It's through the hands of Cam Lampkin. Moves it out across the 45-yard line, but it went right through his hands. He could have made a play for a first down. Brings up third and eight now, and we've got 12 seconds left in the third quarter as the clock stops. Another big third down for the North Forney defense. If they hold him here and they don't give up any yardage, I would imagine that Poteet will probably have to punt this one away. Two receivers set up to the left side and two receivers to the right. Ball's on the right hash. Dale's looking over to the sideline to get the play call. Play clock's under 15. Now it's at 10. Taking his time. McGowan's the running back to his left. Now at five seconds. Four, three, and he takes the snap. He's looking left. Now back over the middle of the field. Goes to scramble. He's got one man to beat, and Cornelius takes the wrong angle. Across the 50-yard line inside the 40, and he's finally brought down by Willie Thomas. And Glenn De La Haas. Cornelius had him one-on-one. -on -one. He just took a really bad angle, and I think he underestimated how fast Dale was getting around the edge. But that'll bring us to the end of the third quarter as Poteet now in Falcon territory. But North Forney leads 26-14. We'll be back with the fourth quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back at Mesquite Memorial Stadium for the start of the fourth quarter. It's Wally and Jaron for KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Poteet has a first down at the Falcon 37-yard line. Dale looks over to the sideline to get the call. Play clock again under 10 seconds, and we're going to get a timeout. And it's going to be from North Forney. Play clock was under, is at six when they called the timeout. So, you know what? We'll stay here, Jerry. Don't worry. We'll stay right here. We've got a timeout on the field, but we'll stay here. 26 to 14, North Forney leads over the Pirates. Don't forget, since we're in the fourth quarter, it's time to remind you that we will have the Soul Man's Barbecue post game show as soon as this one's over. We'll talk about what happened during the game and preview a little bit of next week's game against. Roy City, I believe. Is that correct, Jaron? Roy City? Yes, sir. We play Roy City there at Citibank. Back home. Although I'm, I'm getting a little spooled from being here at Memorial. They do have a nice <laughs> press box, a nice stadium in general. And we had on the border for food tonight. It's no sushi and gourmet pizza and stuff like Highland Park. But uh, on the border ain't too bad itself. <laughs> then the next week, 
be on the road at Lovejoy. The week after. The week after, yeah, after next week against Roy City. Game, I'll be gone. Yeah, don't remind me, Jaron. You know, I know, I know I you'll be upset. Will, I know, I know. Dale's in the shotgun. Three receivers to the right and two to the left. He's all by himself in that shotgun. Looking for the snap. He'll take it, looks, throws right, and it's complete. A nice grab there. Another nice move. He's still on his feet. Holy cow. A couple of nifty moves from the receiver, I believe. That was Emmanuel Owens. Had a nice catch out away from his body to start with, and then had a couple of nice shifty moves to get the first down after that. A gain of 20 on the play. And that brings up first and 10 from the 20-yard line of North Forney. North Forney would love to get a stop here. A touchdown from the Pirates would make this a one-score game once again. A one-touchdown game, that would be. Looking over to the sideline, it's Poteet. They're in no hurry. And, of course, if they score, you're only being down one touchdown. There's no reason to be in a hurry at this point. Just under 11 and a half minutes still to play in the fourth quarter. Dale takes the snap. He's going to run to his left, keeping it all the way inside the 20, trying to cut up inside the 15. Uh, but he gets forced out of bounds as he gets to the 15-yard line. They'll give him the 15, so a gain of five on the play. When Dale has ran the ball tonight, he's been pretty effective. Yeah, he's, he's the leading rusher for Poteet by a substantial amount. I tell you, you know, again, not a big guy, but uh, very smart. You know, got some great intuition. Reminds me of the sophomore quarterback a little bit from Wiley East. They kind of got a similar playing style there, a similar, you know, build. You know, one of the guys we haven't seen so far tonight offensively is Dez, Dez Bridgeford as, as a running back. It's been pretty much all McGowan tonight. Dale takes the, the, the snap, looks, fakes the handoff, looks left, and is thrown incomplete. You know, Bridgeford, I think, believe was their second leading rusher on the year. And where he hasn't played, I think he was he was the one injured in the far corner of the end zone, I believe, as a as a uh, linebacker or a cornerback or something playing defensively. They got him listed going both ways. But he hasn't been out there at all offensively, not that, I, not that I've noticed. Have you? No, not I've noticed. But he was actually their leading rusher coming into the night. And they had Cam Lampkin has, a lot, has like 30-something pass attempts on the year, and he has not attempted to pass at all tonight either. Yeah. It's been all Dalton Dale at quarterback. He looks for the snap, gets it, it gets away from him. He picks it up. Now he's going to roll out to the right, and he's going to break away from a tackle looking down the field. And it's going to be complete. Actually, they're going to say incomplete. It was a nice defensive play there from Casey Cornelius. <laughs> it's funny because the Potees guys are saying, no, 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 I caught it and I was down. <laughs> and then the North Forty guys are saying, hey, he caught it and he wasn't down. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it kind of worked out in, in between both of them. That's kind of a – it kind of helped out, I guess, both of the guys. I'll tell you, you know, I'm not talking to any of any players by no means, but, you know, some of these petite players have really expressed some concern to the officials and stuff, but you don't see that out of North Forney guys. They're very disciplined. They let their coaches take care of that, and that just goes kudos to the, the coaching staff in North Forney. That's a really good point. You know, you don't – yeah, you don't see – you know, yeah, Poteet's guys have made a big deal a couple of times throughout tonight. Dale drops back. He's being forced up the middle field. He's got a lot of room to run. Inside the 10, inside the 5, puts his head down, and he scores a touchdown. And, you know, North Forney was all blitz on that, and it almost proved to be beneficial. But that had opened some things up in the middle of the field, and Dale was able to take advantage of it. And they, they had pressure on him. He, he smartly stepped up inside that pocket, and when he did, that's when it just kind of everything opened up across the middle, and he raced into the end zone. A big touchdown here from Poteet. They're not going away. They're setting up for the extra point. 10.59 to play here in the fourth quarter. 
26-20 the score right now, pinning the extra point. Snap's good, the hold's good, kick is up, and it's also good. So 10.59 to play in the fourth quarter. This one's still a tight one. It's the North Forney Falcons, 26. Poteet Pirates, 21. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Pickoff is picked up inside the 10-yard line by Corey Johnson. He's going to make his move around the left side, across the 20, out across the 25, and finally pushed out of bounds before he can get to the 30. And he'll be stepped out at the 28 as well to mark it. He picked that one up, bouncing off the ground inside the 10, so pretty nice return there, setting up North Forney offense in a bit of a good field position. And, you know, I think this is going to be a real big possession for the offense. You know, like you said a while ago, Petit's not going away. They're only trailing by five. And so you want to get as much of a spread as you can as the clock ticks down. Looks like this is going to be a game that's going to go all the way to zero. Well, and if you can if you can maybe score a touchdown as eating up seven or eight minutes off the clock would be huge. And so I would expect to see the running game from North Forney in, in motion from left to right. Now this time they're going to pitch it ahead to him. It's Corey Johnson across the 30, out near the 40-yard line. He's almost at a first down. Are they going to give it to him? I think they are. Yep, we're going to move the chains, 38-yard line for a first down. They run that jet sweep again. This time they give it to the player coming in motion. He's going to get a first down. That's probably just going to set up the time when they fake that end around and give it up the middle. Now they're going to bring Johnson in motion from right to left. Fake it to him, hand it to Rivera. He'll push ahead past the line of scrimmage. That's good for five. And they've done it with a few different guys. They've done it with Corey Mayfield Jr. They've done it with Jordan Carroll. They've done it with Corey Johnson. And so it's not one of those things when you see certain guys in certain spots, you know what they're going to do. They've mixed personnel up on that play a lot. Man, if I'm Coach Jackson in the in the North Forney offense, I keep running that play until they stop it. This time they're just going to snap it, and they're going to hand it off to Rivera. He was going to cut it up the field. He's going to be dropped after a gain of two, and that's going to bring up third and three now for the Falcons. I mean, they just have not stopped that play at all tonight where they bring that receiver in motion in the jet sweep. They can either give it to him on the jet sweep, they've had success with that, or fake it to him and give it to the running back or even have Colby keep it. Colby in the shotgun, facing the third and three from their own 45. A flag on the play. Colby keeps it. He's got the first down, takes a big hit as he gets near midfield to the 49. And we're going to get another late flag. We have a flag as soon as the play started, which I want to say is probably offsides on Poteet. But then we have a flag after the play, and it's that one's – for sure going to be on Poteet. But actually, the first flag looks like it's going to be on North Forney if that the linesman is pointing in their direction, maybe illegal formation. So with that flag, if the flag on Poteet is an unnecessary, after the play, unnecessary roughness, 
that'll be very beneficial to North Forney if it's just a play or a flag during the play. It looks like they'll offset and we'll run the play again. Coach Officials ja still discussing. <laughs> Coach Jackson, whatever. I don't think they've come with the outcome, and Coach Jackson's already upset about it. Let's see if we can listen in. So that's exactly the, the, the case. So the five yard, it was a five-yard illegal motion on North Forney. So what they did was march the five yards off, but then it was a sportsmanlike conduct, which is probably going to be, what, the fourth one on Poteet tonight? At least. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, the fourth has been assessed. They probably had one or two more that just didn't get – that got negated. And so then, then they marched that 15 yards off. So it's first and ten for North Forney at the Poteet 44. Hand off to Rivera at the middle of the field. He's got a little crease. Broke a tackle, almost broke it for a bigger game. But he's got 11 yards on that one all the way down to the 33. I tell you, I love seeing this young man run. I tell you, you know, it's so impressive on, on how he just keeps his feet moving no matter the contact. Another handoff for Ibera. Gets about five spins. He's still on his feet. They haven't called him down yet. Still carrying the pile. He's going to have another first down. It looked like they might have brought him down, but he, I guess he never actually hit. He kind of spun and stayed and kept his balance. I mean, that's you. I don't think I've ever seen a better clock eater than Calvin Rivera. Just his running style is going to get you a big chunk every single time. He's so tough. Colby in the shotgun, another first down. This time he's going to fake the handoff and keep it. He was bottled up for a second, and then spun away, and now he's going to end up getting a couple of yards with what could have been a loss of one or two. I'd love to see Calvin in the weight room. I tell you, you know he's just got to be really aggressive. He puts in a lot of work. You can tell. I don't want to see Calvin in the weight room because I've been lifting weights and I, it would probably just make me feel really bad about myself. Kobe takes a snap. He's going to hand it off to Rivera who cuts it up the middle of the field. Still on his feet. Finally gets brought down. That was only a gain of two. And that's going to bring up a big third down. Third and seven from the Poteet 20-yard line. 8-15 to play in the fourth quarter. North Forney leads 26-21. And I would imagine that with being at the 20-yard line, that makes it a 37-yard field goal at this point with the wind coming at you about five seven miles an hour. So I imagine this is probably four down territory. Kobe fakes the handoff, throws it. It's batted in the air and incomplete. He had a man over the middle. It was Corey Johnson. And that's going to bring up fourth and seven from the Poti 20. That's a big play right here. Huge play. Kobe looking at the sideline. Under eight to play. The clock stopped at 7.59. I don't think North Forty wants to give the ball back to Poteet here as Poteet kind of started to find their way offensively on that last possession as they drove the length of the field. Kobe takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throws it. Complete to Corey Mayfield Jr. It was batted, and he still caught it as it was delayed getting to him, and he's going to score a touchdown, and the Falcons go up again. Wow, incredible discipline there by Corey Mayfield Jr. Although the ball was batted, he stayed focused, received the ball well, walked right into the end zone. That could be one of the most pivotal plays of the entire game. It got tipped at the line of scrimmage, and it really threw off the timing of that route. But Jaden was able, or uh, Corey Mayfield Jr. was able to hold on just a second, and really he had to fight off the defender because it was late getting there. Fought off the defender, made a tough catch, and then was able to just kind of break away into the end zone untouched after that. The extra point kick is up and good, so then now the Falcons lead. 33-21 to 21 with 7.53 to play in the fourth quarter. We'll be right back here for the rest of this thing right here on the KVY Sports True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. 
They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. North Forney scores on a touchdown pass from Colby Suits to Corey Mayfield Jr. And puts the score 33-21, Falcons on top with 7.53 to play in the fourth quarter. I do want to take this time to remind you as North Forney gets ready to kick this one off, which is always eventful as it bounces on the ground. Inside the 20 at the 15, picked up by Cam Lankin. This could get scary. Uh, this time North Forney is going to wrap him up, are they? And take him down. <laughs> oh, that looks kind of scary for a moment. They looked like it had him taken down, but then he kind of scored it away for a second. But he's going to be taken out the 26-yard line for the first time. North Forney finally doesn't give up a big return. But I do want to remind everybody to stay tuned. As soon as this game's over, we'll have the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. And I love every every time we get to talk about Soul Man's because, man, are they awesome. They're probably one of our – we got many great sponsors and they're up there as one of the best because, you know, they do our Falcon Spirit Night. Every Monday night we have a live remote from Soul Man's Barbecue. The players come out, some of the coaches, the fans, you know, everybody should be coming out there, kind of sitting down with us. We get to do that every Monday night. And, of course, there are pregame and postgame sponsor. Those guys at Soul Man's are awesome, so definitely give them a, a visit when you get a chance to get some awesome barbecue. Great food, I tell you. Poteet starts at their own 26-yard line. They need a touchdown big. Dale's going to drop back, but he's going to keep it now and take off at the middle of the field. Willie Thomas is going to bring him down after a gain of six on the play out to the 32-yard line. And I think North Forney is okay with giving up some of these four, five, six-yard plays because now they're up by two touchdowns. Under seven and a half to play. Poteet not necessarily in a hurry either. Looking over to the sideline. Still getting the call. It's second and four. That 4-3 defense, the adjustments that the coaches have made, and, you know, we talked about kind of before the game about how the adjustments that they usually make are awesome. They usually work out well. Man, it's they've been that adjustment has been so great. Barclay Ford coming down and playing the defensive end spot. He's been an, a force on that, that, that side of the field. Hand off to McGowan. He gets spun around and upended before he can get to the first down marker. Out to the 35, a yard short of the first. Brings up third and one and continues to eat some of that clock under seven minutes. That's it. You know, I mentioned this in the break while ago, Wally, but these young men are really playing a just tough blue collar, as they like to call it, football. I mean, they're just playing really, really, really tough, gritty, smash-mouth football, especially with this defense. Coming up on six and a half minutes to play. Like I said, Poteet is not in any hurry here. If they don't get this first down, they'll be forced probably having, almost having to go for it on four downs. Third and one from their own 35. Let's see if they get it. Dale takes a snap, rolls out to the right. He's looking for the first down. He's going to try to peel back. He gets stopped at the 35. He never got there. I don't think he got there, but they're going to give him a really good spot. Very They're going to give spot. him the 36, which would be good for a first. I don't think he ever got to the 30. And that's that. we have a good angle at this one. I don't think he ever got there, but they're going to give him the first and move the chains. Very favorable spot. 
if I if there if there was a challenges in, in high school football, I think Coach Jackson would be throwing out the red flag right here. I mean, I think that's probably the, where they gave him the swap is a good six inches to a foot past where his foot was actually at. Well, and of course, it's the ball, wherever the ball, the furthest yeah. point of the ball, and I don't think the ball ever got to the 36-yard line. But we'll move on. Two receivers to the left, two to the right, a first down for Dales. He drops back. Looking down the field, he's got a man inside the 35, inside the 30, it's caught. DeMichael Smith, 10-5 touchdown, Poteet. And that is something you did not want to happen, but it did. And you know, we said earlier, Wally, that you know, they really had to contain that big play, that we know that this Poteet offense is capable of that. And that was definitely an exhibition of that right there. Yeah, you know, we start, We said at the start of this drive, hey, we'll get up the four, three, four, five, six-yard plays as much as you want them. Well, we also don't want to give up the 65-yard plays either. That was a 64-yard touchdown pass from Dalton Dale to DeMichael Smith. Well, and just like that, it's back to within one touchdown, and the Falcons' offense is going to be put back in a tough position. Extra point kick is up and good. So with that, it makes it 33-28. Falcons do still lead in a tight one. 5.46 to play in the fourth quarter. We'll be right back. You're listening to KPY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Poteet scores a touchdown to bring the to 33-28 with 5.46 to play in the fourth quarter. They kick this one deep. And this one's going to be kicked deep into the end zone. A nice kick from the kicker from Poteet, number 81, Dylan Brown, with the, the booming kick. So, well, we were talking before the last drive started that didn't want to give up any of the big plays. You could give up those four, five, six-yard chunks, but, well, they turn around and give up a 64-yard touchdown throw. And now the pressure is back on North 40 to keep the drive going, keep the clock moving, and maybe even go score another touchdown, but at the very least, eat some of this clock up. Well, as we were talking in the break, I think that ball spot was really a big deal on that, and both of us you know, really think that was a very favorable spot, spotted more about on the foot rather than the ball of Dale, or of the receiver there. Colby in the shotgun ball, thrown 20, their 25-yard line. In motion comes Jaden Barral. They're going to fake it to him, hand it to Rivera. Rivera's met in the backfield, trying to pull some with him, but he's only going to get back to the line of scrimmage. And that time, for the first time of the game, that in-around jet sweep just didn't work. I think ball security is what you really have to focus on if you're the Falcons here. Um, you want to eat up some clock, and you, you obviously want to score a touchdown, but the most important thing is taking care of the football. Colby takes the snap, fakes it to... Rivera, and the, he actually, wow, okay, so that, 
Ribeiro, as I say yeah, that. as Ribeiro is coming across and trying to take the handoff, and, and Kobe was going to fake it to him, but he kind of hit it, and he bobbled it and kind of in the air, was able to bring it back down and throw it, but everything was thrown off at that point. It's incomplete. And now North 40 faces another big third down, third and 10 from their own 25. And Colby is going to have to dial up some magic here to keep this Falcon drive going. Takes a snap, drops back, looking, looking, throws it across the middle, caught by Corey Mayfield Jr. all the way out to midfield, and another big throw and catching. Man, has Corey Mayfield just been putting on a show the last couple of weeks? I'm telling you, you spoke it and they did it. I tell you, that was an incredible pass and catch there from Suits. Perfectly placed ball. Great discipline there by Corey Mayfield Jr. to really make that play count. Really good job there. Big, big time third down conversion. Ball is right on the 50-yard line, first and 10. Under five minutes to play. Falcons lead by five. Hand off to Rivera. Bounces off a tackler. Still going. He's got another first down all the way down to the 40-yard line. And this is what you do. Eat out the clock. You're in Poteet territory right now. you got 4.51 left in the ball game. Eat clock. Well, and they're hurrying because I think they just want they're, – they're feeling it right now. They want to score a touchdown. we got – a couple of flags on the play, and we might have got a, a play, too many men on the field for Poteet. Well, and that's, again, we go back to the <laughs> Highland Park game. Oh, we and, go And back. that's one reason why they do that high-tempo stuff, especially at this point in the game. You do that, although you're on the clock, any type of yardage that you can get from that it just helps you, you know, as far as negative yardage against Poteet. Well, I think, honestly, first and foremost, at this point, you want touchdown because that puts you back up by two touchdowns. And the way your defense has really played most of the game, I think you'll take being up two touchdowns with them having the ball because you, that's your first play, big play you've given up. But, yeah, going back to the Highland Park game, they had too many – a couple of times they caught them too many men on the field and they didn't get the flag, even though we blatantly saw it. It just happened to be in front of the Highland Park bench, which brings up a whole another set of issues. <laughs> okay, <and> so <laughs> – <laughs> So we do get a call this time as they hurry back to the line. Brings up first down and five now from the Poteet 35. And I was going to say something about Corey Mayfield Jr. You know, as, as more teams have really started focusing on Jordan Carroll the last few weeks, that's when Corey Mayfield has really come to play, and that's, it's been big for the, the Falcon offense. Kobe takes the snap. He's going to keep it this time as he fakes it to Rivera, and he's going to plow ahead, but he's, yeah, he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Hard fought, no gain on that one. But it does keep tick making the clock tick. Coming up on four minutes to play now. Falcons lead 33 to eight, or 33 to 28. Second down and five from the Poteet 35-yard line. Kobe moves Calvin from his right to his left. Kobe takes a snap. Now he's going to run to the left side. Keeps himself, make, avoids a defender, puts his head down and pushes across for the first down. He put his head down and just let the defender kind of really had no other choice but to just fall down with him. Colby saw something in that coverage there that he knew he was going to have something open on that left side. And he knew it right when he took the sap. He knew what he was doing. And it was a nice, he had a, picked up a nice block from Rivera and made a nice move in the backfield to avoid a defender and really set up that block from Calvin. First and 10. They keep the clock rolling. Under 340 to play. Rivera to Colby's right. Calvin hands it off, or Kobe hands it off to Calvin. He's got some room to run inside the 20, inside the 15, inside the 10, brought down at the six-yard line. Wow, has he been a workhorse tonight. You know, and it really took him a while to get going. He just, you know, Poteet's defense has been very stout a lot of the game. And you remember, they lost number nine, Carl Andrews Jr., about midway through the third quarter for the rejection and on a penalty. And he was he's one of their big-time defensive line guys. Now Kobe takes a direct snap, running out to the left side. Stay in bounds, Kobe. Oh, stay in bounds to score a touchdown. Wow. I, I, thought he, I really thought he was going to get pushed out of bounds. There were two, three defenders over there. 
he kind of just slips past him and then dives in the end zone. He tucked his head and just bulldozed those guys. I tell you. Man, Kobe wow. is my hero, dude. <laughs> I'm going to give me a Kobe bobblehead. I want a Kobe poster. I want to get <laughs> Kobe T-shirt. I want to get it, like, I got to get his autograph for their next Falcon Spirit Night. I'm going to get him to, like, sign my shoes or something. You know, like when oh. he goes and plays ULM, we're going to be those guys in the you know in the stands waving his Like something out of a movie. Yeah. Golly. I tell you, impressive play by him and the whole Falcon a bouncing offense. snap gets to Kobe. What a nice job to pick it up. If the snap bounced back to him, and the kick is up and good as well. So with 3-10 left, Falcons seesaw back up by two touchdowns. It's 40-28. to We'll be back for the rest of this game. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. After a six-yard touchdown run from Colby Suits, the Falcons lead 40-28 with 3-10 left. They're kicking it off, which has been risky all night long. A nice kick this time from Rodriguez is going to bounce at the 10, picked up there by Cam Lampkin, though. He's going to try to get outside of Barral. He does. And finally brought down as he crosses the 25-yard line by Roby Robinson. And every time Cam Lampkin picks with the ball on a return, you start to hold your breath. Well, he's just very elusive. Bounces off guys like pinball. You know, like he's in a pinball machine. But I tell you, uh, the defense or the special teams coverage unit for the Falcons there, the past couple times have done a lot better job containing them. Well, you know, I'm taking a request for anything Colby-related. Will said I should get a Kobe mug, coffee mug. I'm up for that. If Dave is listening in from Forney and Broder, he's been texting on the text line, on the text toy line. Hey, if you can get me a Kobe, a picture of uh, Kobe's face or Kobe's head on the, on a uh, Yeti Rambler, that like that blue one with that chrome. If you can get Kobe's face in that, <laughs> I will pay you whatever you ask. I want a Kobe Yeti Rambler. Oh I want one. I want Kobe's face on it, <laughs> I, and I'll drink it every day. It'll be pretty much holy water, honestly, at that point. There was a first down play from the Pirates. They get out to the 42-yard line. Yeah, we do have a football game going on yeah, here, maybe, Wally. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just looking for Colby on the sideline. <laughs> Dale drops back. He's looking downfield. This one is going to be aired out and just too far for DeMichael Smith, who had a step on for low that time. The receivers are starting to get past the defenders here. I wonder if Poteet maybe thought about should have thought about this a little earlier in the game, taking some shots down the field. 2.51 to play in the fourth quarter. It's 40-28. to Falcons. And what started out as a very slow game, we were scoreless through midway through the second quarter. 
And here we are, a couple minutes left in the fourth, and we're at 40-28. to 28. These teams are really put on the offense here in the second half. Well, you say, you know, that the receivers are getting some steps on, on the defense. But I'll tell you, the secondary for North Florida has been flying around everywhere tonight. So, yeah, I'm sure they are tired because they've been playing up. They've been playing back. Dale fakes the handoff, throws it out into the flat, and it's going to be caught and then dropped after a gain of almost four on the play. I am getting a text in from Will on the Young Ideas text toy line. To, uh, for all the fans listening in, if you're at the game, to take uh, I-20 going back home, take Interstate 20 and not Highway 80 because it has got a big wreck on it and they are stopped there on the highway. So if you're listening in, which you should be even if you're at the game, Dale rolls out to the right. He's looking. Willie Thomas pursues, and it's going to be through the hands of the intended receiver, Tristan Golightly. Man, that's, that's, I'm kind of bummed out that I haven't got to say Tristan Golightly's name. I like that. Pretty cool name. It is a pretty cool name. That's the first time we've got to call it all night long. <laughs> Golightly's walking across the hash mark. Golightly's <laughs> yeah. walking across the 50. Golightly <laughs> is about 20 yards away from Colby Suits on the sideline. <laughs> Killing fourth me. Down, <laughs> fourth and six for Poteet from their own 46-yard line, and I would, you would have to imagine this is the game. If North Forney gets a stop, that pretty much should do it. Knock on wood for all the for the rest of it. And we're going to get a timeout from Poteet. So with their timeout, we'll take a timeout. 2.17 left to play in the fourth quarter. It's the Falcons 40, the Pirates 28. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! Two seventeen to play in the fourth quarter here at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. Falcons lead forty to twenty-eight, and Poteet is facing a fourth and six from their own forty-six yard line in what pretty much should be the game if North Forty can get a stop here. I will say, if anybody has the address to Kobe's house, don't give it to me. <laughs> God, I've got such a man crush going on Kobe right now that I might just have to go by there and like just. I don't have a big sign that says "I love you, Kobe" on it. <laughs> all right, this is for all the marbles right here. Dalton Dale in the quarterback in the shotgun. He's got McGowan as the running back to his left. Three receivers to the right. One to the left. Ball's on the left hash. He takes the snap. Drops back. He's looking. He's looking. We've got a flag on the play for holding probably. Dale looks down the field. Throws it. Airs it out. And it's just too far intended for it looked like to Michael Smith. And the flag should be holding. And if that's the case, it's North Forney's ball. And that might just do it. Just got a score update that Lovejoy ahead of the – Forney Jackrabbits, 63-15. to 15. And that's surprising just because I, I really didn't think much of Lovejoy and not much of them offensively. And for them to run up 63, that's that's concerning and alarming if you're a Jackrabbit coach or fan or player. I know someone that, that works with the media for uh, and covers Lovejoy, and he says, you know, there's just been some struggle there, offensively especially. And so uh, they something's clicking. You know, they, yeah. they, they did some work in the bye week as well. So I wonder if they got a Kobe clone over there. <laughs> Genetically, you know, create, you know. Kobe comes back out on the offense. He's got Ribera back there with him. I'd imagine there'll be a couple of handoffs to Ribera here to ice this game away. 2.07 to play in the fourth quarter. 
Potita has two timeouts. I don't, we'll see if they use them. Hand off to Ribera. Across the 45, finally gets brought down after a gain of three, and we are going to get a timeout from Poteet. So why don't we go ahead and step away if you're ready, Jaron. Listen to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. We'll be back here in just a minute. For any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Second down and seven from the Poteet 43-yard line as North Forney tries to ice out the rest of this game. Hands off again to Ribera. Ribera puts his head down, gets across the 40-yard line, gets spilled there, and we're going to have another timeout, Poteet, but this time we'll stay here. We'll stay here this time, and I just want to remind everybody, we do have the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show coming up here as soon as this one's over in the next minute 57 of game time. Falcons lead 40-28. to 28. It's been a very back-and-forth game, Jaron, as far as, you know, I think North Forney jumped out to a lead, and they've held the lead ever since. But, man, has it been tight pretty much all the way through until that last big touchdown from Colby in, in that offense. And a beautiful night, too, man. That, we could have asked for any better of a night. Got a little bit of a cool breeze coming in. It feels good. We, we were worried about having the window open to start it because we were all sweating to start this one. But now we got the wind picking up. You kind of see the flags on the top of the uh, goalpost, and they've started moving for the first time tonight. So if we look ahead after this one, of course, we've got Roy City at home next week, which, you know, we, you can never go off of last year's results, but North Warren, put a whooping on them at Roy City last week. And if they go in and can win that one, man, they'll be looking at a 3-1 and one start to district play. Colby hands off to Ribera. He's eludes a, a tackler in the backfield. He pushes ahead for a first down, and that means that's it. Now they can run out the rest of the minute. 51 left as Poteet is out of timeouts, and your North 40 Falcons are about to knock off the number 11 team in the area. And that's the one thing I didn't even mention tonight, Jaron, is how North 40 for the first time ever in 5A, in their history of being in 5A, they got into the top 20 area rankings this past week, came in at number 19. And I'm going to imagine after knocking off the number 11 team and looking pretty good doing it at their place, that they're going to go to – that they're going to rise up those rankings. Not that rankings matter, but for a program that's never been there, it should be a lot of fun and it should be really it's, – it's just really an awesome opportunity and a great uh, – just kind of a great thing for those guys. Oh, no doubt. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly there, Wally. A minute left here in the game. Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show coming up right as we are finished with this one. And, of course, once again, if you're listening in and at the game, do not take Highway 80 on the way home. Apparently there's a big wreck on Highway 80 that's backing that up. So take Interstate 20. That's what my reporting says. As Kobe waits for another snap, picks it up, goes to the ground, takes a knee, and that will bring us to the end of the game. That will run the sucker out. Coach Jackson is pretty happy on the sideline, as are the North Forney guys. And what a huge win this is for the Goons from North Forney. 
as the Falcons take down the Poteet Pirates 40-28. to We'll be right back here with the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylyntravel.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Welcome to the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. The final score here from Mesquite Memorial Stadium, the North Forney Falcons 40, and the Mesquite Poteet Pirates 28 as the Falcons improve to 2-1 and one now in district as they finish off the Pirates here at their home stadium in Mesquite. And, man, what a what an impressive win this was, really from the standpoint of it was, you know, it's like a heavyweight boxing match where both guys go in there and they're just, they're just slugging each other, you know, back and forth, back and forth, and you stand in there till the very end and you finish it out, you know, and you stand in there and you take the punches and you dish them back out, and at the end of the night you're the one left standing and that, that, that just, that's another, you know, we talked to the players at the Falcon Spirit on a Monday night, and the one thing that kept coming up from them was how they, they view each game as another opportunity to go out and prove themselves week in and week out. And to me, this is proving themselves in a, in a totally different way. I think teams kind of knew. I think they're, everybody's already starting to figure out that they're pretty good. But that this goes to show tonight that they can win a tight game against a good team. And that, to me, that's what was most impressive about tonight's win. Oh, I agree with you completely, Wally. But I tell you, you know, they've played some incredible games so far this season. But I think this game really showed that blue-collar goon mentality that they've really been promoting this season. I think this game really has exemplified that, probably more than any of the other games. Uh, I tell you, you know, even when their back was pressed against the wall a little bit, Poteet wasn't going away. They were knocking on the door. Uh, they, they really just hunkered down got gritty with it, got stingy with it, and just played a tough, tough smash-mouth ball game. And you have to give it to that defense. Let me tell you, they rose to the challenge. They knew that, that they had a challenge ahead of them, and they knew that they hadn't been playing up to their potential. Well, boy, did they answer that call tonight. Well, you know, we talked about they would make adjustments, and we already knew what some of those adjustments were going in the game. We didn't lead on to it, just in case anybody was listening from Poteet's side. Not that they were, but you never know. And, uh, and it was something that kind of that, that the coaching staff from the Falcons kept under wraps. You know, even their JV and freshmen, they didn't show it 4-3 th- uh, in their games last night. And they came out and they switched from their 3-4 defense that they've ran all year long that Coach Jackson's used to running. And they switched that to a 4-3 defense. Basically, instead of having three down linemen and four linebackers, 
They had four down linemen and three linebackers. And that other defensive lineman that came in to play defensive end was Barclay Ford, who's normally a receiver or a tight end. And, man, he made some big plays, including an interception that really kind of turned the, the tide of the game and made other big plays all throughout the night. I thought, I thought Barclay Ford was a standout defensively. Oh, no doubt. I think he made an incredible, an incredible uh, impact. You know, and that was something that Poteet didn't have on film was his play because obviously this is the first game he's done it this season. So um, I think that caught them by surprise and, and you know, that proved to be a, a big part of it. And, again, just the outside guys, the defensive end and those outside linebackers just did such a good job at containing things tonight, especially on the outside, something that they've struggled with at different points in the season. So I, I tell you, just a really, really incredible effort by the defense, and they are really are, they, they get the game ball tonight for sure. You know, North Forney's offense – you know, and this is – man, I talked about if they could ever put a game together where their offense and defense both play well. This is – so far this is the closest thing we've seen to that. I think it still could get better. But this is the closest thing we've seen, and they were able to beat a, a, a really good team by 12 points at their stadium. And their offense really closed out the game phenomenally. I mean, that's – you really – that's all you want from your offense is to be able to close the game out when you need them to. That's – I almost – my heart started to kind of get up in my throat a little bit when – you know, but Poteet had the touchdown, the kickoff return for a touchdown. And then they came back and had the 64-yard touchdown pass. And I just kept feeling like, man, this is this might get to North 40. This, this is going to be – they're going to have to fight to hold on. And each and every time, Colby Suits and Calvin Rivera and Corey Mayfield Jr. and Corey Johnson, all, all the offense, offensive line too. We don't talk enough about those guys. But all night long, especially late in that game, every bit of – every one of those guys kept pushing and kept pushing. And when they needed them most, they came up and kept making big plays and ended the game. You've got an offensive leaders there, you know, and, and they just uh, – they took – you know, they knew that they had a responsibility. They had to eat up some clock, but then also, you know, get the ball down to the end zone, stay focused, and secure the ball, which ball security, I think, in the second half was the one of the, the best things and the, the biggest positive factors was they were able to uh, you know, really, you know, take care of the football. And so, uh, really, just great job both sides of the ball. I think the coaching staff did an incredible job tonight in their play calling in their schemes. Um, really, just from all aspects, great, great effort, great showing by these North Forney Falcons. Well, they, they closed out the game offensively, scoring 13 in the second quarter, 13 in the third quarter, and 14 in the fourth quarter. And that's pretty much what you need to do to finish out games, and they did it. Let's take a step away, and we'll be right back here for the remainder of the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show live from Mesquite Memorial Stadium. You're listening to the KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. 
The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back with the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. Once again, final score here from Mesquite Memorial Stadium. North Forney Falcons 40 and the Mesquite Poteet Pirates 28. The Falcons move to 2-1 in district and 5-1 overall. Some other scores from around the district, of course, we talked about earlier. Lovejoy all over the Forney Jackrabbits 63-15. Highland Park did end up beating West Mesquite 38-17. That's an interesting game to, to kind of dissect and go over at some point. And then over in uh, Royce City, the the Royce City Bulldogs, Bulldogs yeah. beat Wiley East 32-25. to That's kind of a, a bit of a surprise there. So Royce City gets the win over the Pirates or the Raiders from Wiley East. And that will be North Forney's next, opponent next week, the Royce City Bulldogs. And we'll get them at home at Citibank Stadium. And although they beat Wiley East tonight, I don't think they're going to stand a chance against these North Forney Falcons. I think they are the Falcons are in a groove. The Goons are playing some awesome football. They're playing some tough football. I think they're really figuring out their their offense is just in, in a rhythm. It's a machine at this point, and they keep adding a new wrinkle every week. And that defense, if they – I don't know if they're going to stick with the 4-3 every week, but if they do and they look like that, there's not many teams that are going to be able to beat them. I wonder what they would look like against Highland Park last week with the 4-3 defense. Oh, no doubt. And, again, this Poteet offense, they know how to move the ball. They know how to score some points. So to contain them and really keep them at bay, as they really did, I mean, Dalton Dill was the only offensive player for Poteet that really was able to really gain momentum. And a lot of that was just on the option, on that run-pass option. So, uh, you know, again, big kudos to the defense. I think they did an incredible job. Well, we would like to remind you to come out and join us Monday night, 6.30 to 8.30, from Soul Man's Barbecue for Falcon Spirit Night. Uh, we'll see if we got talent talk on Tuesday or not. We'll get back with you. And, uh, of course, join us next week, Friday night, 7 o'clock pregame show, 7.30 kickoff live from Citibank Stadium. If you can't make it to the game or even if you are there, you can always tune in to KFNY Sports through the True Texas Radio app, or you can even look it up as the KFNY, uh, KFNY Sports app. And be sure to give us a listen. Let us know how we're doing. We love calling North Forney football. We love bringing it to you. So let us know uh, what you think of, of how we're doing and the job we're doing. Once again, final score for one more time from Mesquite Memorial Stadium. Your North Forney Falcons 40. Poteet Pirates 28. Falcons move to 2-1 in district play. And we'll see you next week. It's KFNY Sports True Texas Radio.